Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan Slowinski. And I'm Bartek K. K? You just want to leave it at K? A. S P R Z Y S Z A K. What does that spell? Fucking, there's only two vowels in there. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, fair They're enough. They're both A. So, we're Spit and Polish, likingly, because we are both always spitting. <laughs> And we are both Polish, obviously, with the last name Slowinski and Bartek. Uh, you know, not your most common names. Very Polish, though. And, and Ryan. What? Definitely. And what we do on Unappreciated Masterpieces, for those who are not in the know, is we find those gems, those magnificent movies that aren't completely remembered, but aren't completely forgotten either. The ones that leave an, an aftertaste in the mouth and... The films that we think need to be talked about, we find something within them. Because the thing that always draws my attention to filmmaking and story creation is someone created this. Someone came up with an idea one day, and they took that idea further, and time was invested, and money was spent, and energy was put in. But unfortunately, the product did not gain the attention from the audiences that we think that they deserve, you know? Like, these movies aren't completely terrible, but they aren't considered to be the Oscar-winning classics, even if some of them have Oscar-winning actors in them. You know what I liked what you said in there, Ryan? It was a bit earlier on, but you mentioned the aftertaste thing. Mm. I really like that, because I think that with these movies, they are the type that leave an aftertaste, but you don't necessarily think that you need a mint afterwards. That's exactly it. There there are a lot of Oscar-winning films that afterwards you, like... Yeah. It tastes good, but I think I need a mint. Yeah, Moonlight, I need a colonic irrigation after that. You're right. You know, like, it's that kind of thing. So, what movie would we be covering on this episode? For those who can't read the title of the movie that we have in our title for this. Guys, would we be covering? Will we be covering? We will be How covering. How will we be covering? I don't know. Together. Oh, good. Teamwork is an essential part of this. <laughs> We always do it together, so, you know, just letting everyone yeah. know that some things never change. The movie that we are doing today is a 2010 classic, everyone. It's Vibuhova Para. Oh! I remember 2010. I don't speak Polish, which is what I'm imagining the language you just spoke at me yes. with. But I do remember 2010, so let's flick through the year that was 2010 just and what Google movies they could have been. Films 2010. Hmm... Could it be night and day? It could be because Vibuhova Pada translates to explosive pair. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is the localized title for night well, and day. <laughs> if there was ever a film that defined 2010, it was night and day. Yeah. And that is right, 2010's Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, who is a regular on this show by now. Oh, this is her third time, I believe. Third time, and you know what they say, once, twice, three times a lady. And we are joined with a lady guest for this episode, is that not right, Bartek? Is right, yes. It's a woman who's not been on this show before, a blonde-haired lady. Could it be Cameron Diaz? (laughs) Ryan, you are the silly... Our guest is not Cameron Diaz, it's Alana Summers. Alana Summers, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. That was the best segue ever. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. You know, you look very much like Cameron Diaz. For those who can't see her, she's blonde and goofy. You know, that's the kind of aesthetic that we're going for. What do I look like, Ryan? You Cameron look Diaz. like, you look like, um, 
You know, later on in Night and Day, there's a bit. <laughs> Am I one of the Spanish really people? thinking about it. <laughs> there's a bit where they go in a train. Yeah. And there's this elderly. <laughs> You'll have to point him out for me. <laughs> there's this elderly <laughs> chef who gets stabbed in the back by an assassin. Oh, you really yeah. <laughs> You're him. Oh, I like that character. That's but good. with the he's, knife he's in. He is friendly. He offers but with her the, water. He offers so. her water. It's very friendly. Um, okay, so, guys, what you have to do is... Calm down. It's okay. We're going to get through this. Okay. What you guys have to do is get your legal copy of the 2010 classic Night and Day. Night spot with a K, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, ready, because what we want you to do, if you can, you know, I know some people might be listening in Uruguay who don't have a copy available and they just have to stream, and that's fine. Or there's people listening in New Zealand, and that's fine. Or if you're in, like, Switzerland where it's not illegal to do this kind of stuff, yeah, then yeah. You <laughs> get you whatever you can. We recommend legal because we want to support the creators of content here. Um, Tom Cruise needs more money. Always. Cameron Diaz needs a career, you know? Uh, she hasn't acted in three years. So, <laughs> one of her last films was Annie. Uh, so, get your copy ready, because you're going to play this along with us. We're going to do a countdown. So, when we say play, that's when you hit that play button. Alright, so we're going to count down. So, three, two, two one, play. Play. <laughs> so we are two seconds in, and here's so 20th excited. Century Fox, Alana. What does 20th Century Fox mean to you? Oh, everything. 20th Century Fox is just iconic and iconic. Uh... It's a news corporation company. But how many, how many years, guys? Like... How many years? 20 years. 75. 75. <laughs> I said 20. See, that's why we, we chose it purely. My answer didn't make sense. <laughs> uh, my answer was 20th. <laughs> 20th anniversary. Not even, there we go. Not even 20. Just 20th. Regency. <laughs> we've already talked in our previous episodes about how Regency it, sucks. The 20th Century Fox logo <laughs> then panned up to uh, 75 years of... But I went got, yeah, got first and went 20th. <clears throat> Thank you for the number, Ryan. Just uh, a number. <laughs> so, um, James Mangold. <laughs> you could, he's famous for directing many great movies such as... As Walk the Line, oh, uh, his uh, remake of 310 to Yuma, and this. Uh, <laughs> I've seen obviously this. Obviously on the same. And I've seen this. On the same. They're all on the same level. level. Yeah. Now, Alana, mm-hmm. you're a first time guest on this show. Yeah, I know. And I'm imagining that you got a lot of stuff going on inside after having seen this movie. Now, we've all seen this movie for this show, but here's the question. Have we seen this movie before having seen the show? What's our history with the movie, guys? No. I, my first watch was today. Had uh, you heard of it before? I had heard of it, yeah. I remember the DVD cover from when I worked at Blockbuster. You worked uh, at... Wait, you worked, you worked <laughs> at Blockbuster? Yeah, yeah. When so, this came out. So Blockbuster was dying already. So yeah. you really wanted a career ahead, didn't mm, you? Mm-hmm, yeah, so... You were there when the, it was falling. The, the DVD cover of this film, it was kind of a bit uh, Kanye and Kim-esque. Uh, facing each other on the motorbike. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's exactly what I thought when I think mm. Tom Cruise paired with Cameron Diaz. It's like Kanye, Kanye and, and Kim. Kim. Yeah, like it's yeah. a real common... Are they even still together? Yeah, yeah, they have a kid, don't they? I think they broke up. I think they broke it up. I don't think you're up to date. So... Um, I'm going to research that after. <laughs> so you at least knew of the film. Bartek, what about yes. you? Before me having to say... 
we're doing this film. Have you heard of it? What's your history with this? No, I, I hadn't heard of it, but I was talking to a friend of mine and I told him, yeah, we're doing Night and Day. And he said, oh, I remember the cover for that one. Everyone remembers the cover. The thing that I remember about this movie is I had never seen it, but I had heard very bad things about it. And the one thing that I knew was this. Cameron Diaz is at some point in a bikini and he's yeah. on the beach and I thought is this a movie and all I knew was this she's a spy and they and they're at the beach and I'm like, oh is this whole movie about them being at the beach mm. and I'm wrong 100% well, I think that's appropriate because when I was YouTubing stuff about this movie one of the first results it might have been the second or third one was you know the movie clips YouTube channel yeah, yeah. it was of that scene that scene yeah. yeah where she's like did you molest me basically and I was, yeah as I was watching I, th- I was hoping someone would actually bring up the fact that she's magically in a bikini. And I really liked that in this scene here, Alana. Mm. She got a smudge on her face. Me too. And that, that really that really spoke volumes to her character. At first, I thought it was going in an interesting direction where it's like, no, that's not a smudge. That's a bruise. Bum, bum. And I thought, oh, is she a victim of abuse? Yeah. But no, you know what she is? She's a woman who really likes cars. Yeah. Was... And Alana, you're a woman who likes cars. <laughs> Allegedly, I I can see a forehead. (laughs) Yeah, I love cars. When Uh, you go through the airport in mm. America after 9-11, it's very easy to get on planes through security when you have strange metal objects in your carry-on suitcase. Yeah, objects that could definitely be considered weapons as well. Like, they're black poles, these things. Would you consider that the unfair gender balance of, you know, like a man in a man, you know, in this world, a man can't just walk into the airport with mysterious metal objects, but a woman can. Do you think that this movie is commenting on the unfair sexism towards men? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think they're really doing a good job of investigating the hypocrisy there. Speaking of genders, guys, I think we should come to our first quiz question. Oh, Bartek's found a quiz for night and day. Yes. It's it's been a while, but I found a quiz, and this one had 25 questions. Can I ask one thing? Yes. Does it actually spell night correctly? I believe it did, Oh, good. Because, you know, there is, in fact, a copy of the poster of this movie for one of the international countries Mm -hmm. where it's still written in English, but the K is removed. Okay. Can I just really quickly interject to say what an excellent foreshadow. Sometimes things happen for a reason. That bit, yeah, and and uh, ex- things happen. An, yeah. an excellent piece of foreshadowing is the guy that's about to get on the plane that just went in front of her is mm-hmm. one of the main antagonists of the plane fight sequence that we're going to proceed to see. So that's excellent. Yeah, yummy. Mm, yeah very, very. Well, well, Bartek, well hit us with a quiz right in our face. <clears throat> right. So this quiz had twenty-five questions. I believe I got twenty-one correct. So Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so that's you good. fucking sucked at four of them. I, I, yeah. Well, I got the top tier of like, yo, you got okay. So yeah. twenty. So hit me in the face. I picked the top five, my favorite questions. Great. The first one is actually the first question of the quiz. Oh, good. Going through airport security at the film's opening, June June June. reveals that she's carrying in her bag. Now, the answer is car parts. But the the other options are office supplies. Could be. Precious gems. Mm. Or a vibrator. <laughs> for her sake, I would love for it to be the vibrator, but I well, that's I just that feels too correct. like too much like real life Cameron Diaz, you know? Like we all mm. know Cameron Diaz is a sex fiend. I yeah. mean, there's there's no what an interesting camera thing that he I has. Know, yeah. <laughs> I wish satellites could do that. Um, so now Bartek, me, you knew very little about this movie. Yeah, I knew who you the knew the cover. Were. 
And my friend knew the cover. Alana, your friend knew the cover, and Alana, you knew the cover. Did you get what you were expecting? You know, out of the very little that you did expect coming in, because I knew it was a spy movie. I knew that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. So was it a real surprise when Tom Cruise started just fucking murdering people left and right, and he seemed like a complete psychopath? Because I, like, I felt like he was great. I feel like because it's Tom Cruise, it wasn't a surprise. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? like he kills of, people all the yeah, time. Yeah, I see Tom Cruise's face, and I immediately think that he's a secret agent, even if yeah. he's not. So, so my my two things were before I knew that it was Tom Cruise, and I took the word in the title "night." Kind of literally, and I was thinking, yeah. oh, maybe it's some kind of like fantasy film. Yeah. But then I saw, <laughs> then I saw Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, and I thought, shooting guns. Maybe not. And then w- when I watched the movie, like up to this point, it kind of feels like something CD's going on. Mm. So yeah. I didn't necessarily think that, oh, this is just going to be all sunshine and rainbows. I think something's going to go down. There yeah. will be lollipops. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, in this bit here, they're like, oh, well, there's barely anyone on the plane, and like. Uh, he sometimes gives looks to them, like right now, in fact. Yeah. Um, and so that just made me think, okay, well, something's going to go down. Yeah. I didn't expect everyone to die. I really thought the age difference between <laughs> Tom Cruise and this young gentleman that he's about to kill, I thought, is he just looking at him like, like, son, don't you fail this? Like, I felt like he was like giving him a dad look. Like, if you watch yeah. the scene, he's really giving him this look. Like, don't you fucking fail this? Okay. Like, if you don't fail this, if you, if we land this plane and you fail the the quiz that you're going to need to get a scholarship, I will murder you. Oh. Like, I felt like is this some weird sequence in which she's on a plane with his like family and they all are having a feud right now? <laughs> yeah, and it's just actually a, like a lighthearted comedy film. This, this scene, actually, as I was watching, I couldn't help but think it would be the perfect, like, two short monologues to do for an audition. It it's like is. Cameron Diaz's character talking about her, you know, her sister's wedding and her dad passing away. Which you thought cars. would play into the film a bit more, but... Yeah, not at all. It does, in a level, in a montage. Mm. But see, it's all, look, it's all about, like, you, you how her relationship... You could adapt this to theatre. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit of, like, yeah, straight... Yeah, I've always intense... wanted to see Night and Day adapted into a Broadway production. Oh, I think it would be sensational. Well, right, as you can see, in the title they have Night, that gives, like, an oldish kind of feel to mm. it. Oldish theatre is old, you know, it all connects. Yeah, theatre is old, you got it there. And, yeah. so, is, and so is Day. Oh. Day is old. And no. so he's, he, he responds also with his own oh, little, like, monologue as well. No. He starts talking. Someday. And see, foreshadow someday. Foreshadow, it really is a metaphorical tie-in. Now, here's something I want to ask you. The title, you've, you guys have talked <coughs> about the title pair. quite a lot. Explosive pair, yeah. Yeah, my favourite type of pair is the kind of one where you bite into it and <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> now, the title is called Night and Day. Mm. I understand why it's called Night. Yeah. Why is it called Day? Could someone explain this to Most me? Most of it's set in the day, right? <laughs> is that <laughs> the reason? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it's just... Maybe, maybe they took inspiration from Kath and Kim. It was like, you know, Kath Day Night. You know how that's her name. Maybe yeah, it's something... Yeah, but, but <laughs> her name is June Havens. Yeah, maybe they remind her. <laughs> well, let's let's think of it like this. There are two main characters and there are two key words in the title, night and day. So maybe mm. night refers to Rod here. You know, his name is Rod Knight. Roy Knight. Roy Knight. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a reason why I'm confused, Isn't and I'll explain Roy, it. Roy Miller, and his real name's like Matthew Knight? <laughs> yeah, Matt. No, his real name's Roy Matthew. Is it? No! Oh. A, <laughs> and then his name's so Miller, right Knight Miller. <laughs> there's a reason why I called him sorry, Rod by accident. You'll, I'll, we'll I'll explain it a bit later. 
Um, but so if we assume that he is the knight of the title, then that probably means that Cameron Diaz... Don't mess this up, son. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> that probably means that Cameron Diaz is somehow considered the day. Maybe that's... Maybe because in America, June is like the summer. Ooh, month. day mm. too. And, like, and maybe the sun, like, day. Or maybe maybe her blonde hair is meant to evoke, like, the and sun. And I knew you were going to mention the blonde hair being the day. But yeah, that's the nice. weirdest thing, is, yeah, because I thought of it, and I'm like, I, I'm not going to comment I, on it. I'm going to wait for Bartek. I, I know, but I just like, Bartek will get it if I don't say it. And you know what I think the answer is? Hmm? Someday is oh! very important because it rhymes with Sunday and Sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. It's like a whole. <laughs> but day and night, and and the whole thing of someday really plays into this. So maybe that's yeah. like. It. Nice. I love Tom Cruise's face there. He was just like, son, why aren't you helping me? <laughs> I really wanted this to be a movie about Tom Cruise being a disappointed father. I feel like right before this is actually a really uncomfortable moment where she says she's going to go to the bathroom and then he says, I'll help you. Yeah. Does anyone else find that a little bit weird? Well, as a man, I don't find it weird because I feel like I'll I would you. assist her to go but to the toilet because it it's Cameron like Diaz. So a it's... weird phrasing of the words. Like you would think you would say, oh, but I'll not, walk you. Not I'll, I'll help walk you. you like a dog. <laughs> I'll escort. Well, that's what he's, I'll escort. No, I love the fact that she has to adjust her boobs because <laughs> we've talked about Cameron Diaz extensively on our show. She's appeared several times now, and I have to bring something up about Cameron. Is she is an attractive woman, but what I've really liked about her in this movie, Bartek, in, you know, you, you, you know, Bartek in this movie, what I liked about it was she wasn't movie pretty as she was in say the green hornet mm. <laughs> in the green hornet she's fucking hot like i mean uncontrollably in an unrealistic sense in this movie and in annie she was on purposely made ugly in this movie she seems like an average woman like she doesn't seem like movie pretty to me and i find that refreshing to see that because tom cruise is the movie pretty one in this movie <laughs> and i just find it refreshing that she does that adjusts her boobs because cameron diaz doesn't really have boobs like that's the thing that we all go yeah cameron diaz is more like the slender legs you know like she's the legs woman with the and her ass is alright but it's like because of the legs and she has a nice face and hair and yeah. but it's not the boobs and she never the boobs huh and she was in Shrek and of course that well that gets my heart on going as soon as you mentioned Shrek <laughs> Well, she didn't play Shrek, Ryan. Yeah, Shrek is love. <laughs> she played Shrek's Shrek wife. Is Shrek is love. <laughs> she played. She played female Shrek. Yeah, she did become an. Did ogre. you know that in Shrek, the first one, during the day she was human, but during the oh night, my god, that's why it's called Night and Day. Because she's a different person. And then the during night, night the she's inhuman. And then love in the that. sequels, she's the same during. And both. that's why Cameron Diaz gets knocked out all the time in this yes. movie because. If she's awake during the night, she turns into an ogre. There's very few scenes of her during nighttime in this. Like, there is one that's about to literally come Mm. up, but... Ignore that because it's, there's a fire that happens. Um, they're just kissing right now, obviously. Wouldn't you it? kiss him? Well, yeah, but actually, kind of no. But um, I find this kiss really uncomfortable. Is uh, it just me? I find it really uncomfortable that he's he, clearly he standing on a box because Cameron Diaz is a tall woman and he's a short mm-hmm. man. But then you also get as he moves away, the shot is really bright, and so you can see the moisture left on his mouth yeah, for a really long time. But he was already really sweaty. Oh, look, he's short now. Oh no, never mind. No, she's 
your... Look, look at the lip moisture. Yeah, but, but he's in sweaty. Passing. But in his defense, his forehead, he's very sweaty in the scene because he just murdered everyone. Yeah, yeah, true. Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> but Ryan was trained to kill his emotions. Now, that, now, now that's something I want to talk about. Kind of like... Talk about is, it's a spy movie. Are we... Uh, I'm very good at I Spy. Yes. Are we good at I Spy? I Spy with my little eyes, something that starts with C. Samar and Diaz. Close. Close. <laughs> close, yeah. It's Glenn Close. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> How did you know she should have played... She should have played Tom Cruise in this because oh, she looks be so great. much like a man nowadays. Well, Glenn right, he wasn't, I love Glenn Close. He wasn't the first one cast in this role, right? No, Adam Sandler was. Oh, he was considered. Really ended up. And he would have been doing the whole movie on the beach. He's like, I'm not getting off this beach! <laughs> if they had Adam Sandler, they, they would have had to recast Cameron with Drew. No, like, no, 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 because I swear Adam Sandler, has he not been in a movie with uh, Cameron Andy. Diaz? I don't know. I'm not sure. Ooh, but no, no, in all fairness... <laughs> He does like to have attractive women in all of his movies. Like, in True Click, Grandma. he's married to Marissa Tomei. Oh, and, and right. you know, he's not always Cameron D. I mean, it's not always Drew Barrymore, but they do have the best chemistry. And she's also a babe. <laughs> she is a babe in a realistic sense as well, because she's got the, the doughy face. It's, you know, like, Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore, I can see them competing for a lot of the same roles, because they've got this, like genuine Charlie nature Fingers. to them and they're both Sincere. comedically talented I was saying to Lana before we started this I was saying I really think Cameron Diaz is the real strength of this movie because I think she's much better suited to comedies mm. I think that she is a comedy woman I think she's really suited to it she just has a clown oh. face which I quite like you know like look at her she's very clowny <laughs> open mouth right now really helps <laughs> yeah, it makes you want to put like the the little ping pong the balls, balls and then get him and then my dick, you know. <laughs> the Ryan Slewinski, Ryan Slewinki in a dick. Ryan Slewinki was a reference to a few episodes ago. So, um, are we familiar with spy espionage movies? Are we fans of them? Have we watched many? I watched Spy recently, actually, with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, really? so that's a, 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 a parody of spy movies oh, like this bloody is. bloody great. But have you watched genuine spy movies like your James Bonds, your Jason Bonds, your Mission Impossibles, obviously? I've watched all the Bonds. Not a Damon fan? Yeah, I love my Damon. Damon. So, not actually... Um, a fan of him, yeah. Uh, no, a fan of the James Bond movies. James Bond? What about <laughs> Mission Impossible? Mm-hmm. Ethan Hunt, man. He he uh, he lowers down on a rope and is like dun 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 dun. I can't say do the rest. Well, he of doesn't it. do it. But the music no, he does it. Tom Cruise demands that he does it. Okay, so it's non-diegetic. So I think. But I talk about you, spy movies. I like I like the genre, and I've caught a few movies from every one of the major ones except Bourne. I think I've I've seen maybe two or three three James Bond films. I've seen. I've I. When I was in year 11, for media class, we studied The Prisoner, which is a TV oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, played video games that had spy themes, like Metal Gear Solid 3, Destroy yeah. Humans 2. Yeah, and you know what I love about the spy genre? I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I've seen many James Bonds. I've seen The Bournes. I've seen some Mission Impossibles, not all of them. I've seen and four. And what, I love, about the, yes, what I love about all of them is the spy genre never takes itself too seriously. And mm. that's why... When you have a parody like this, 
in comparison say something like spy or the naked gun movies which are more detective movies but yeah. like uh, or you know oh, Austin Powers secret well. <laughs> uh you know shut uh, up shut this sorry i just wanted a moment for tom cruise with his shirt off yeah i don't really care for his body type to be honest it's very strange isn't it? it's very short <laughs> <laughs> but he's pretty ripped yeah, but he's ripped, but it's like a potato is ripped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've so, carved it out. <laughs> you've carved a potato. <laughs> but uh, what I like about the spy genre is they do don't they don't take themselves too seriously. Like a James Bond movie is funny at the end of the day. Like you know when he gets the girl and he has a martini in hand. So when you make a movie like this, it's very hard to win over everyone's love because when you parody something that's already somewhat silly. You have to go way over the top like you do with Spy or you do with, you know, uh, Top Secret and all this kind of stuff, like, and, and all those. Well, when you have a movie like this, which is kind of more a grounded comedy that is a lot more subtle in its uh, satire, it doesn't strike as hard for most people. Like They're like, well, James Bond would kind of have this silliness to him, but... You know, that's what I think could be one of the fundamental flaws of this film for the general going audiences. What about, what do you think of that, Bate? I guess when you look at the different types of movies and the types of cheesiness that might come with them, you might describe the spy genre cheesiness as a bit more charming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I love, like, it's like... Simon Pegg is in the Mission Impossible <laughs> movies and you just go, yeah, that seems right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that seems accurate. So we've, we haven't talked about the real star in this film, Viola Davis, uh, who recently won an Oscar. Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see Oscar-winning actresses in products, in, in films like this before they've got their claim to fame. And... In that regard, like Viola Davis has always been around. She's always just been in everything. And it's really great that this movie both has Amanda Amanda Waller from Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman from oh. Wonder Woman in both this in this one movie. Which is great because Man- Viola Davis is playing a CIA operative agent in charge like she is in Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman in this movie is playing like a secretive foreign woman like she does in Batman v Superman so mm. is this in the same universe? Can Tom Cruise really stop Batman? Mm, I don't know I think it's possible I think he's <laughs> well who's more charming Ryan? the spy guy or, or the not spy guy the detective guy Batman? Yeah. You're saying he's a detective in the Batman v Superman one? He's more of a murderer. Yeah, he's more of, like, not Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he's like more... An you know what I love about this? She wakes up, he's cooked her breakfast. She doesn't eat it. But the thing is, no, I, is yeah. it would have been cold. Yeah. And it kind of looks, like, really not appetizing. True, but at least he put it on the stove so he can just turn it on. True, true. Yeah, but, put it on the stove. Yeah, but, like, heating that up on the stove is not going to work. Well, Hey, I'm a top secret spy that wants her not to spread information about me. I'll make sure that I put post-it notes reminding right. her about my existence everywhere. Exactly. Also, this interaction really is the best rejection ever. It's it's such quality. Oh. She just fully ignores him. Basically. Alana, you're woman of the night. How many <laughs> men, how many male suitors have you had to reject in such a fashion? Oh, thousands. 
Thousands? Is there thousands, one that really particularly like stands out? Like when you had to get engaged to Rodney the firefighter. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually Rodney the firefighter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Me and him had a really long relationship and it was the same kind of rejection. It was really awkward. Yeah, he was just too good for you, but he wasn't right for you. You know, it's the classic, <laughs> the classic uh, failure of the nice guy, you know? Like I've never, I've never met any of Alana's uh, boys, <laughs> but I know that none of them are right for her, even if they are good guys. I mean, I've never met them, and if I did for a split mm. second... I think I would have that judgment. Yeah, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's wise. Because I know deep down I'm the guy. Yeah. She can never have me because I'm course. a top secret agent of spit and polish. <laughs> yeah. A public access, a public, the... like a, a podcast that any member of the public can access. It's the horrible like uh, chain reaction though. So like Rodney is that to me, but then I'm that to you. So that's uh, yeah. Just, and I'm just the gadgets reject guy. people all the time. What was that? I'm the gadgets guy. No, you're the bullet that goes through Rodney's leg. <laughs> <laughs> when I shoot him, it's all right. You make Rodney famous, so it's fine. Yeah, you make Rodney a hero. <laughs> you, you you lift people up. <laughs> he's, he's um he's kind of the reason why I got um Roy confused because of one of the quiz questions, which I thought I put down, but I put down the wrong one about oh, him. No. Basically, that question was asking what did Rod do after he left the cafe, you know, with the gun on uh, June's. He tried head. to save her. <laughs> He got shot. Well, no. The thing is that the quiz mixed up the two. No. Because one of, oh, they, do they mean because Roy? The question. Yeah, the question. No, the question. I mean, you know, the D and the Y aren't that close on the, the keyboard either. The question is, what, either, did, so. <laughs> what did Always Rod do after he left the cafe? And one of the options was shoot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't the answer. The Very answer. Very well done. Wait, no, that was the no, answer. No, that was the answer. Sorry. No, no, what he did after the, he left the cafe was move one foot forward, mm. one foot forward. That, that question that question was kind of clever because one of the things was that he handcuffed her, but that was something he did before the cafe. So it was something he did, but not after he left. Mm. So you have to read the question. I have two really important things about this scene. First off, I think it's so great to see him in a different role, so yeah. not playing the villain. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... I usually see You did watch all of this movie, as, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> you know, you just, you never see him, I guess, as the villain. Like, Peter Skarsgård, yeah, you never see him. Uh, he's such a good dude. Like all of, his, all of his family are good dudes. Yeah. I think his brother, or another Skarsgård, is playing Pennywise the Clown in the new It oh, movie. Oh, such so good dude. They're such good dudes. Such yeah. good dudes, you know, like, and, great guys. And also, I feel like this um, not just connects to the DC universe, but also to the Taken universe. Because if you noticed before, her sister April is <gasps> Liam Neeson's kid. I thought you were going to say it's Liam Neeson. Well, no. It's his daughter that gets it's taken. It's my wedding. So maybe maybe this tells us that after the next Taken, Liam Neeson dies. Because the dad's oh dead in this movie. Holy shit. Holy shit. In, in Tafalkin. Yeah, that blows your mind. So Wait, Cameron what? Diaz is the forgotten child. Well, guys, what did he just say? He said safe. Guys, Fuck. Safe question six of the quiz. Times. Question six. It's... Roy warns June about people introducing themselves as federal agents, especially if they repeatedly use words like... Safe. Stabilize. Stabilize. Option one, safe and secure. This is true. Option two, duty and obligation. This is not true. Duty. Option C, <laughs> health and livelihood. 
Okay. And yeah. option D, trust and patriotism. Fuck, that's, uh, hard. that's That's a fucking hard one. Uh, that's fucking hard. I think it's duty. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's duty, but I don't remember the other one. I think it's just duty. <laughs> that's why the question gets a bit skew- squishy. I just like the idea of repeatedly saying words like health and livelihood and patriotism. <laughs> Did you just snort? <laughs> you know that we're, we're going to emphasize that on the podcast. Oh, no, please don't. We're going to make a remix hey, of her Ryan, snorting. Let he who's never snorted make the first laugh. <laughs> <laughs> We've all snorted. Oh, sweet. But not like a pig, of course. It's like what Jesus said. <laughs> Wait, that was what Jesus said, right? Thou shalt not snort. No, let he, no that was Moses. Oh, no, no, he... you're thinking of Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction when he reads his quote from the Bible. He's <laughs> like, and you know, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I lay my snort upon you. <laughs> Uh, and you will know that you have to let he who has never snorted make the first laugh. Now, uh, see this here? That yeah. kid did something very interesting. Mm. He handed him the toy that he later puts the battery in. Ooh, the Hungry Jack? What did she say? The, Burger King? A good burger? I can't remember what one. A burger. White Castle? I, really, I think it was Burger King. <laughs> was like, yeah, Burger King. So I didn't realise that what until the second it? viewing mm. that that kid, because I just was thinking to myself... I remember this. Why did the kid... What did he do with that thing? Like, why did they emphasize that? And it's smart. And this is a great action sequence that's very realistic. I mean... Yeah. He got shot in the face just then, but he's fine. Mm. This movie has a lot of people getting and shot or stabbed in the heart. I think they're... And also, they're fine. They also... Their dialogue is very, um, like, original. So we just had their... Um, you have to let go, June. I can't let go. Like, it was a really kind of nice yeah. um, metaphor, I think, for the... I was saying this to you before the show. Like, uh, you know, Alana was saying, let go, Ryan, let go. And I said, I can't let go of how good this movie is. So yeah. let me get this straight. Let go, can't let go. Handed the toy over. Mm. He's He's holding on to the car. With his hands. <laughs> With his hands. Is a hands a motif of this film? Right? Well, oh, people whoa. do have them. Shit so you've noticed there that. There are four on screen right now. Well, yeah. yeah, we don't know oh, that. Four is death in well, some technically it was only Close three. Close-ups on hands. More uh, hands. Handling. It's like a media class. Yeah. This is <laughs> no, no, no. Here's, here's the interesting thing about... Um, what was the director's up. name again? Mangold. Mangold. Uh, Mangold, yeah. Mangold. His <laughs> films a have a... I think it's pronounced Mangold. Oh, yes, of Mangold. Uh, Mangold. Um, the thing about Mangold's work is I think that the recurring theme is people have hands. Now, I haven't I seen all right. of his work, but it's like how Tarotito always has feet in his movie. Yeah, yeah. This guy always has hands, which is very interesting to to fathom. Now, now we haven't talked about um, Tom Cruise as much as I'd like. Now, what do we think of Tom Cruise in this in general and in this movie. That's rough. <laughs> Be honest, you know. Well, my f- a lot of people might... A lot of people... Uh, let's say 50% of people might... Let's not put numbers here. I think there's a certain group of people who would first jump to his uh, religious affiliations. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who would jump to his action film star affiliations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardy Where do way. you jump I'm more so on the religious one because I haven't seen as many Tom Cruise films, but I have noticed that when I do see Tom Cruise films, he's really good. 
Yeah, so you like him as a performer, but you're more questionable of him as an individual. I'm not saying I'm more interested in one or the other. I'm just saying that it's been I've been exposed more to those kinds of Tom Cruise stories than movie stories. Fair enough. Lana, what about you? Tom Cruise? Mm, Is he a heartthrob for you? Actually, in one role, in one role, uh, he is... Tropic Thunder. <laughs> well, two roles, maybe. But no, the other one was uh, in Rock of Ages as Stacey Jacks. What a terrible film. No, that's a beautiful what film. What a terrible Absolutely film. Absolutely incredible Sounds movie. unappreciated. No, it's not. Mm, it's it very appreciated. But I also actually find it very interesting that in this film, when they land the plane at the start of the movie, it's one of the first things I noticed. The guy who's driving the truck, he's singing along to a song in the car. Yeah, which mm. is a deleted scene. Rocky Like a Hurricane. Rock which of Ages. Is Rock of Ages. Tom Cruise sings that song as Stacey Jacks. Mm-hmm. I just found yeah, that a nice little, uh, little... Connection there. Yeah, connection. So, but you sound a bit like you're not too fond of him. Yeah, look, I'm a bit, <laughs> a bit the same. Mostly exposed to his uh, mm. his religious... And I think Jumping on the couch. That's yelling, the thing yeah. about Tom <laughs> Cruise is... My girlfriend has made a vow to never watch any Tom Cruise movie while he's still alive because she doesn't like him. Yeah, well, that's fair. And I think that's unfair to oh, okay, say unfair. because I think you have to detach yourself from the person and the performance. You know, there's many great performers who are far more terrible people, but they aren't as hated. You know, recently Casey Affleck won <laughs> an Oscar and he's been, you know, accused and charged of, you know, sexual assault and stuff like that but he's not getting as much hate as tom cruise does for someone who yeah his religion of scientology is one that is a bit of a murky ground to walk on but he's a man of faith and i find it very interesting that we can be so against him because he is such a man of faith and it's a faith that we don't understand i'm not for scientology i don't want to indicate that but i find it interesting that we can hate someone or dislike someone because of how strong they are in their own faith. And Tom Cruise is very strong in his faith. And this was at the height of Tom Cruise being crazy as well. Like, Oprah incident wasn't too far from when this happened, when this film was created. His marriage was falling apart with Katie Holmes. He was doing films that weren't very successful. But I love this period of Tom Cruise because what I really liked about Tom Cruise in this movie is what I liked about him in Tropic Thunder is... Tom Cruise's problem for me as a performer is he never plays outside a certain range, which is, I'm the charismatic nice guy. And that's what he plays in real life when you see him in interviews. Even when he's going crazy, he still wants to come across as, but I'm a nice guy. I'm Hollywood's nice guy. Like, <laughs> look at my big smile and my dead eyes. You know, like, you know, Christian Bale based his performance... Christian Bale based his performance on American Psycho partly on an interview of Tom Cruise in, on, with David Letterman. He was like, he's Put just so fake. And I, what I liked about him in this movie and him in Tropic Thunder is he's embracing his more negative qualities. In Tropic Thunder, it was so relieving to see him playing an ugly character, both uh, physically and character-wise, where he was very angry in that movie. Yeah. The thing at at that first, I, think, I didn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, the thing I like about Tom Cruise is thing I don't like about Tom Cruise is he's a guy who pretends to be such a nice guy, but he clearly has anger underneath mm. the surface. Like, I've seen interviews where he has to defend his religion, and that's fair enough. You get angry about that, but he's still playing it like he's happy, but he's very, very angry. So when you see him in a movie like this, too, in which he's playing off of his charismatic leading spy type, in this first half particular, he's playing it in a way where you're not supposed to sympathize with him. You're supposed to 
feel afraid of him, I think, because he's playing a more psychopathic type of character. And I really appreciate Tom Cruise when he did this in Rock of Ages, where <laughs> what he's doing is he's having fun. This period of time, Tom Cruise was going outside of his normal range and having fun. Tropic Thunder, I think he was the best part of that movie for me. Mm-hmm. For me. And in this movie, I think he's one of the best parts of it. And Rock of Ages, I don't really care for it, but he is pretty good <laughs> in Rock of Ages. You've really thought about this so much. I really had to because this. Tom Cruise is a divisive celebrity. He's one of the most... Uh, he's a charismatic leading man on the screen, but his off-stage, off-screen lifestyle affects mm. his his credibility as an actor. Let's just put it this way. South Park didn't just make fun of him once. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. They didn't just make fun of him once. <laughs> they wrote a musical. <laughs> so <laughs> Also about... They did? Uh, no. About hating religion. About ha- Not his religion, no. <laughs> no, but it, it links. <laughs> Book of Mormonism and Scientology are very different. But Tom Cruise, God bless you for doing this movie. God bless you. Uh, well, he still believes... Uh, Scientology believes in God, yeah. They believe in alien gods. Alien Z- gods. Xenu, Zifu. That literally came to Earth on a gold-plated yeah, Right, G6. we're not talking about their backstories. We're just talking about, you know, gods, you know, entities, whatever. Yeah, they came on planes. <laughs> Sorry, alien bless you. <laughs> Should we, like, you know, do a seance on someone like Isaac Hayes to explain it for us? Isaac Hayes was a Scientologist, as is the voice of Lisa S- uh, Bart Simpson. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Isn't also John Travolta? Yeah, yes. he also flies planes, so yeah. that's good because that's <laughs> so the major you know, part of their religion. Do you know that there was like a voice recording of Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson's uh, voice actress, who she was like calling people to ex- like spread the word of Scientology, but as like Bart Simpson. Uh. Oh no! <laughs> Calabunga man, don't have a cow in our religion. <laughs> oh lord! I this think has... that's a thing. Thumbs up. I really like Tom Cruise. I was actually... I think the thing I was disappointed was that he did turn out to be the good guy. Mm. I think I would have liked it to him to actually be someone who's mentally impared, living this weird fantasy that he is a a spy or he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. A bit like Leo. Yeah, I I really like that one of the big... I guess you could call it conflicts, but things that is going on in this movie is like this whole trust issue thing. Mm. Which which you got to appreciate. Which, yeah, especially in a thriller film. Yeah, especially with a spy thing. It's always interesting how much James Bond has skirted by being such a deceiving asshole because he is a spy. This movie kind of plays with that, being like, no, how would you feel if you were her, the Bond girl in this regard, being lied to and used and drugged all the time? Alana, you've taken copious amounts of drugs. When Tom Cruise (laughs) slips you a Mickey... Yeah. And 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 you wake up in a different country mm-hmm. at a different time of day. Multiple mm. times. In different clothes. Look, I don't think it would be <laughs> the greatest experience, but <laughs> as you said before, I get to see the world. I get to do it, I, I would assume, cost-free, which would be, like, the number one plus. Yeah, well, Tom so, Cruise is paying for it. Tom Cruise is paying for you, I'm so sure that's fine. Cash. Uh, I feel like the uh, the waking up in different clothes business is probably going to be the most concerning for me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that might. What be you don't like being naked? Well, not when I'm not conscious. <laughs> not you when know? you're not conscious. If I was consciously doing that with Tom Cruise, then maybe. Well, no, not... that's fine. Do you want to have sex with Tom Cruise? <laughs> if the opportunity. Ah! Were... <laughs> he can make you do that noise. That's for sure. If the opportunity. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a hundred percent sure. Is he standing on it's a the couch or lying down? Realized. I wouldn't. He's jumping <laughs> on her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying on the couch and he's just. You are the couch in this regard. And what's Oprah doing? Oprah's, watching. She's Oprah's filming. Oprah's just watching with Viola Davis, who could totally play Oprah in a movie. No, fuck that. If Viola Davis was watching, I would ask her to join. There's Finger that. me, Viola. She would not be, oh, get a bit graphic. Nah, so, for those watching. keeping up at. At the home ground, we are about thirty-seven minutes and thirty-four seconds in. <laughs> Just you know, for you guys, we're seeing a beautiful image of Tom Cruise adjusting the back of his trousers, which always gets me erect. Aroused. Erect. Erect. I was making a trouser pun. Ryan, how are people without the peepees gonna, you know, well, sympathize with I your think erection? Women, exactly. I think, understand erections because the clitoris can get erect. Mm, yeah, he makes it. He makes it. <laughs> I like how you said it like, mmm, yeah, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're right there. Me, right. me just thinking about Tom Cruise. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, just erect clitoris. Mmm. <laughs> Mmm, <laughs> an erect clitoris. I think the important thing. To- <laughs> Do you think Cameron Diaz's clitoris was erect during the shooting of this? Working with Tom Cruise, having to kiss when him. When she was in the airplane bathroom, maybe. Yeah. Mmm, my nipples—they get erect too. <laughs> because you know she's like alone in that room, and it's kind of like a thing of oh, I don't know what's happening in the other room. Like something great could be happening. Mm. Yeah. It's like that whole mystery, like, do I trust that something's happening or not? Like hey, I said, this shell. movie's trust issues. Yeah, show. <laughs> My favourite petrol. Bit of cheeky um, product. product placement. No, it's not. No, no, no. No, they just shot on location that day. <laughs> uh, so, I like that um, Tom Cruise doesn't even have to unlock his phone. Well, it's so it's important like, that other people can hack into it easily and find out where his family lives and murder them. <laughs> I mean, it happens sure. in this movie, yeah. Does it? They don't no. murder his family. No, but it also, it's not his phone that gets tracked, it's her phone. No, but, like, at the end of this movie... Spoiler alert! Now, fuck you. Um, at the end of this movie, uh, the CIA people take his phone and say, no more distractions. It's like, um... And then Cameron Diaz's plan is just run away. Mm. That doesn't solve his family situation, but at the end... Family does has a resolution. Does yes, has a resolution. It does has. Because she gives him tickets. It's a, it's a very well, good resolution do. because at one point the dad sounds a little bit like uh, Keith David. Mm. Black? Yeah. He sounds black. Oh, look, here we go. Keith we're David's going, black. I know. We're going to find out where the toy's from now. It's that, from a kid. Us. It's from a small it's child. I'm going to guess Burger King. Oh, called it. Well, like I said earlier, it was Burger King. For some reason, I thought she said, <laughs> instead of, I'm going to guess Burger King, I thought she said, Asperger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite Asperger. Now, this film has another great actor in it Paul Dano, who is the 15 year old scientist kid. Science- Fresh out of high school. Aww, Fresh out of high I school. Love him. He appeared in my favorite movie last year, Swiss Army Man, where he had to use Daniel Radcliffe as a jet ski to escape an island. That's actually what happened in that movie. Ah, oh, my brother just bought that. I'll have to watch it. It's great. And Paul Dano, of course, is iconic for Night and Day, but also There Will Be Blood. And it's always good to see an actor who can do both. There Will Be Blood... A very serious movie, one of the groundbreaking films. Wasn't there someone last week who was also in that film? Everyone's in There Will Be Blood. <laughs> but, like, you pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, in Deep Rising, the guy... Two weeks ago, then. ...who played Benny in the film The Mummy was also in uh, There Will Be Blood. You ever seen The Mummy? Like, the original Mummy? With Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Like yeah, you remember Benny? Ago. 
You remember Benny, the guy he's always competing with? No, and then at the much. end, he gets eaten by <laughs> a swarm of bugs oh, because go. he tries to get gold. Well, it is unfortunate to get eaten swarm, uh, by a swarm of bugs. You know, that's just life, Alana. You just have to accept that mm. swarms of bugs are going to eat you. Yeah, it's happened a few times. Um, also, I really I really actually enjoy uh, the lighting in this scene. It's very noir. It's, it's very like Star it's, Trek. Yeah. Mm, it's like the two kind of her people like we get some light lighting on her eyes and what's mysterious yeah. another and... scene that could Ooh. be good theatrical adaptation mm, yeah you're right mm. definitely and she's kind of not sure if she should trust him now he's giving her this kind of perfectly logical explanation of this battery that the car's moving you know everything. like there's lots of things going on in the scene so many things going on so Tom Cruise is very duplicitous in this movie. You don't know what his full angle is. Mm. You said earlier, obviously, we know he's a good guy because it's Tom Cruise. But were there points where you did have doubts about him being a good guy? Mm. Yes. Well, that was a whole trust issue thing. Like, if you didn't have doubts, then you're kind of yeah, not but, really But were there human. specific <laughs> points in the story for you that really got you being like, Oh my god! He's a bad guy. I would say the most suspicious parts are kind of already past, except for obviously the one where he's talking to the woman. I think Wonder Woman, yeah. I think Viola Davis was actually the reason that you doubted him, or for personally, that I doubted him slightly, because she's like my moral You high just ground. love I, her so much, but she her. plays evil women all the time. But she's, I just trust her judgment. But then you are <laughs> so, terrible at judgment. Well, yeah, well, Hitler was such a charismatic guy. I mean, he sounded right about everything. Polish well, people talk about him all the time. Polish people talk about him all the time. I mean, negative or badly, you know, whatever. Like, so negative what? Negative or badly. <laughs> There's no positives. <laughs> negative, badly, <laughs> condemning him, you know. I, I would trust her with my I like this bold guy. He really reminds me of the comedian, um, what's his name, Rob Corddry, who yeah. appears in a lot of movies, but he's not Rob Corddry, obviously, but I would have wondered what Rob would have done with this role. I'm sorry, that was just, that bit was like my favourite dialogue. Are you sure someone's not taking you to school? I didn't realise that was stealing expression. Like, I didn't realise people said that. Viola Davis is older than us, so she clearly still says it. But, but she didn't write the script, though. So no, like... no, she she improvised that line. Also, guys, oh, right, she walked okay. in that day and said, I don't need a script, I'm Viola Somebody's Davis, I'm going to be an school. Oscar winner. And they're like, okay, Viola. Also, guys... In the previous shot, we passed by a truck that had H.J. Rye something on it. H.J. Ah. in Australia, our Burger King's Hungry Jack's, Burger King toy, <gasps> another connection. connection. Oh my god. Holy jit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy jit. Make that on the post. Put that on the poster, right? Holy, Holy jit. jit. <laughs> J-I-double-T? Yeah, right, now we know. Holy jit. All right. This is no time to play, Simon. No, Shit. it's pronounced... Git is getting real. No, it's pronounced git, of course. The J <laughs> is a G in this case, guys. This was a bit insane asylum-y. I really felt bad for Simon, actually. Well, Simon has clearly got some kind of Asperger's. <laughs> Asperger's. He's on the... Preferably the, the Burger King variety. <laughs> you know, he is the Asperger King. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Simon the whole time. <laughs> it's secretly put a story the about well. the Asperger King, and I put a and I put a crown on his head, but it's made out of ass. And Simon burgers. fits the Asperger. Burgers, King. but the buns are asses. <laughs> <laughs> They're buns. Oh shit! So yeah, Roy. Uh, I forgot you what we were talking about. Fu- we're talking about Asperger King. King in his natural habitat. So Cameron Diaz got a lot of criticism for this movie for being a damsel in distress oh, my very shrill 
<laughs> but that's how you make a character go in a movie like this. There needs to be character development. There needs to be an arc. If she was a strong, self-independent woman from the get-go, what would she evolve into for this type of film to the girl who gets with him? Like, there would be no real arc for her. And I think that the problem is with movies... We, we we expect more, we want more, but the problem is there's reasons in storytelling why certain cliches, tropes, and structures exist, and that's because they work. Yeah. And in this movie, it needed to have her be the foil yeah. to and, him. And even then, it's not like they play it 100%. I mean, she does do action-y stuff. Yeah, I mean, he has to knock her out four times in the movie because she's such a damsel. Yeah, it's well, that's, that's because she's freaking out a bit. I think I think what would have been, what would have um, worked okay with her damsel in distress, because I hate that trope, but I feel like it could have worked if they had have actually made some of her I'm a genius with car parts part of the movie. Well, they did. She did drive. That's true. Really well. She did drive for one scene, but if it had been, she didn't. It wasn't really. She was on a motorbike. Saving him, like. No, she communicated with his dad about cars. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that could have been more, and that would have you know made her a bit more. Because like you see her in Charlie's Angels, and she lost. Yeah, it's like such a downer to. She's one of the. She's the. Can we? Charlie's Angels. She's the blonde one in Charlie's Angels. She's the Farrah Fawcett of Charlie's Angels. Oh, I see. She's the Cameron Diaz of Cameron Diaz in that movie. Good Sorry, we were talking about Drew Barrymore she, before, and I'm like... Drew Barrymore was also in that the movie. Yeah, that's the reason And I then confused. Lucy Liu as well, just because... Yeah. I don't know Lucy Liu well enough to go, hmm, Lucy Liu, she's all right. I liked her in Futurama when I she appeared as Lucy Liu. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> uh, Cameron Diaz was the hottest angel of the Charlies. Oh, see? I'm never sure. I love Drew Barrymore in that Drew movie. Drew Barrymore is pretty like hot, but, 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 like, I mean, as in visual. And Drew Barrymore gets to get with, um, what's his Crispin face? Glover, Sam, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Wait, Crispin what? Glover is in that movie, in both of them, and she gets to get with him in fights. I meant Sam Rockwell. No, you meant Crispin. I love Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> he should get more leading roles. <laughs> I guess another thing on my mind with this whole topic of Cameron Diaz playing a damsel in distress, it's also reminded me of another very popular character in uh, fiction who is also always typically in the damsel in distress role. They're from a video game, not a movie. Uh, Mrs. Hitler. Mrs. Hitler? Yeah, Eva Braun. I was going to say Princess Peach, but... (laughs) (laughs) She fully is Princess Peach. No, oh my God. Mrs. Hitler's fully Princess Peach. No, Karen Diaz, you dickhead. But here's what I'm saying. Princess Peach is always a character who is... People always say, oh, she's just a character who gets kidnapped and just needs to be saved. But then there are a handful of games where they play around with that trope. Mm. Uh, In three of them, where she does get kidnapped, she soon becomes a playable character... And you start to get a bit more about her. Like, in some of them, she's trying to escape. Mm. In some of them, she gets saved very quickly, and then she's on Mario's side helping him. I like Princess Peach. Yes. And, like, in this movie, I think it's a case kind of like that, where you have the damsel in distress. For most of it, obviously, she's in trouble. She needs to be saved. She needs to be drugged to keep her under control. Women, am I right, guys? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, bad joke. (laughs) But then later on, we get a part where she is actually, you know, doing things. She saves... Um, I almost called him Roy again. Wait, he is Roy. He is Roy. Roy Rod. He said, "You know what? One. Just call him Knight." It's because <laughs> it's because of the Matt. fucking quiz. All right. <laughs> oh look, it's him shirtless again. Yeah, I'm okay with this. It's kind of a nice blurry shirtless. But like, I like that his can, head's clearly CGI. Don't I can take like 20 years off him when I look at that shot. <laughs> like he, it's like young Tom Cruise. 
If he's uh, upside down, you can't tell how short he is. Also yeah. that. We're on the same Or you height. can tell even more. <laughs> like, like <laughs> hey, why is there so much floor available? See, I like this Tom Cruise. Like, sweaty Tom Cruise. You didn't like him <laughs> earlier in the movie when he was sweating. You were complaining sweat. about his moisture. No, he I was, was complaining. He was sweating all Well, okay. Well, well the, the sweat or a supposed sweat was directly on the lips that he just used <laughs> to kiss Cameron Diaz. It was clearly leftover saliva. I sat there and no one thought in, like, the camera making. <laughs> what in the camera making? <laughs> in the film <laughs> making. Like, why don't we just wipe that off his lips for the next bit? I like so how look you like a... were surprised. I thought a lot about Tom Cruise as an individual. I his dynamics between him as the performer and his, the real man. And you're like, you thought a lot about this, but here you are thinking <laughs> a lot about lip moisture. Well, it's, I think because <laughs> movie kisses sometimes are great and sometimes just Best suck. movie kiss? Oh my God, Shrek. that's so hard. <laughs> Definitely. I can, I can, I can confidently between say. Between Donkey and the Dragon? <laughs> I can confidently say what I think is the worst movie kiss. Go Which on. is the end of Pretty in Pink, Molly Ringwald and what's his face? Have you seen have you seen Pretty in Pink? Yeah. 80s film. Worst movie kiss ever because it's just like It's also because you probably didn't want pecking. him to be with her, is that Well it? yeah, but no. It's just like they, they don't actually stay connected. They just like She's pretty in pink. Peck and it's gross. <laughs> See what, on my one it was red. The bikini was red. It's pink. Yeah, I, no but I, I swear to god, on the version I watched. Yeah, I got the, I got the, the legally downloaded version. I got I the, mean, bought version. I got the pink co- cut. Yeah, nice, I got yeah. the pink cut. They yeah. filmed this in Fuck like 10 me. different colours of bikini. Uh, I, I've seen the pink cut, so... So you saw the pink cut as well? Maybe a lot is colourblind, do you? Yeah. Shit, don't say that. He's got nice nips. They're little. See, yeah, he looks nice here. No, I've never seen Cameron Diaz naked before. But I imagine, wouldn't it be the most interesting thing that Maybe she has the, that. the largest nipples? Because <laughs> she has small breasts. <laughs> the high sound in your voice after you said that was the best thing. <laughs> the largest nipples? <laughs> like, like, Maybe. Like he also size... has really little nipples. Yeah, we talked he's, about little he's nips. He's got, like, community nips. <laughs> community. <laughs> you know, yeah, have you ever watched a TV show, It's community? Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, mm, I feel like I've watched, like, one episode because you recommended it. It's great. There's okay. a character in that called Dennis, and the guy who plays him, his name's Penny, his nickname is Dime Nips because his <laughs> nips are the, literally the size of a dime. And they, and they tested oh, nice. on Conan O'Brien by putting dime on his nips. He's like, oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> I feel like Tom Cruise has a five cent coin nip going on, like really small. <laughs> he does. But he's well, for small. Australians, the five cent coin is our smallest coin. I think they could guess because it is five cents. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> well, low yeah, in currency. The 50 well. cent coin is our biggest and it's the third, you know, most. It's high in value. Yeah, but it, 50 is a big number. Yeah, I know. It's but five then, with but an then $2 the is this, like equally as small as five, just a bit fatter. Yeah, but Sorry, I was just like... Nice I, ass. Yeah. yeah, while this scene <laughs> happens, she comes back in a second and actually is kind of a boss in terms of like fighting. Like for Oh, a, yeah, I thought so too. It's because she did the Green Hornet. But is to this green, this damsel in distress thing? Like, no, like, up she's... Up until this point, we no, haven't but she explains like it, Alana. She explains it. My dad wanted boys. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is yeah. that's a really detailed. I swear we've background. had another movie on this show that used the exact same situation where they could fight real yes, well. It's we like did. my dad wanted boys. It was um, Race to Witch Mountain. Race to Witch Mountain. That's a really exact dumb. Same. It's like my dad wanted boys. No, like, no, she had brothers. I had brothers. This one, my dad wanted boys. She grew up with like six brothers. Or Couldn't something. she have just like liked fighting? <laughs> like maybe she does. Maybe or... her dad forced her to like it. I, Alana, you're not much of a fighter. You know what they say about <laughs> Alana. She can't fight for shit. 
that? Every, everyone. Right, and also, we were, we were just talking about how, you know... Shit of a fighter she is. How a fighter, yeah. We were also just talking about how Cameron Diaz is kind of like the type of damsel in distress who does actually things after she's done being, you know, in distress. Mm. Yeah. And this is like the start of it, like the peak. Well, not peak, but like the... Mm. The part where it's starting to rise. I really mm. like this island. Yeah, it looks so if, black. If you said on the other side, they're filming Lost. It looks like a I believe you. I've got to say, I also find it interesting in this movie that April doesn't get pissed off that in the three days leading up to her wedding, she's just absent. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, these are very long three days mm. as well because mm. it's like this Saturday. Okay, I got confused about time in this Me movie. Me too, yeah. So, okay, so... I thought when they're on the plane at the start, it was, like was Friday. I thought it was Friday. I thought it was like time. Sunday, Monday, wasn't it? See, I thought it was Friday. I thought it was. You mean Friday. the day before? The yeah, wedding? yeah. No, no, but no. I thought it was a few days before, so maybe like Wednesday. It was definitely not the day before, Ryan, because that was the lie she told that it was the next day, and then later on the plane, she, she yeah, and then she's like, no, and then he's like, nah, it's Saturday. That's okay. It's like, well, I don't know what Saturday is. I feel like if we imagined it was like Thursday, she had the next day was the fitting, so the Friday was the fitting. She got kidnapped that day, and then all that shit happened in the nighttime, and then this is no, that can't work. Wednesday. I reckon it was Wednesday. Okay, it took a place a year early, okay? <laughs> <laughs> How long was she drugged for? The wedding is on Saturday, a year later. No, no, it's the a, wedding. Yeah, it's travelling on, on with cars and boats. And he shit. said 18 hours, but was it maybe... 18 years. <laughs> this movie. I was going to say months or weeks. When maybe, this but... movie first took place, Cameron Diaz was starring in The Mask. And now, oh, yeah, right. the time the movie ends, that really it's cut 2010. Yeah. And Tom uh, Cruise was only just in Cocktail. I mean, you know, this is really mm, early on in their careers. This is, this is a nice little scene. We get a little bit of a... A love? <laughs> a little bit of romance. See, here's the thing. Spawning. Look at her. I, I, I don't personally... Like, I have a mixed thing about whether I find Cameron Diaz truly attractive. Yeah, but there's something agree. about that you can't stop being drawn to her smile. Like... It's infectious. Yeah, like, when true. she's happy, I'm happy. That's why it's, like, in a movie, something like Something About Mary, say, right. one uh, of her best ones. The title <laughs> makes sense, because you're like, there is something, something about, about Cameron it. Diaz. Mm. There is something. She's just so she, she cute. Looks, she looks like the kind of person who, if you want to tell her a joke, she'd listen and smile. You know what yeah, she reminds me of? She, she looks smile. like uh, one of those cartoon, cartoon babes that has come to life. Mm. Like if she was in the Roger Rabbit universe, yeah, they wouldn't imagine. need to animate her. Because her, yeah, her mouth is so big. She kind it's of the eyes. sort of look doll-like, but not in like the creepy sense. She looks like a goofy Michelle Pfeiffer. Hmm, interesting. Yeah? Yeah, I could see that. Goofy Michelle Pfeiffer. Because Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer is one of the hottest actresses ever. Sure. Do you not agree? <laughs> yeah, no. Have you not seen her in uh, anything? In Hairspray. <laughs> Is she not attractive in that? Yeah, no, she is actually. She's Have you not that. seen Stardust? Oh my god, I love that. How movie. fucking hot is she in that? Yeah, and no, she's playing true. decrepit. Yeah. Now, Bartek, when you've been put in a death situation in which uh, an alien-like spaceship is shooting missiles at you, and you only have don't a, remind me. And you only have a ten-dollar helicopter that you bought from Kmart to escape. Um, how did you escape the situation? Because this movie didn't really show us that. I ditched the helicopter, went to my idol of Ark Voodoo and called my UFO. That was a video game reference for those not in the know. I, re- I mentioned what the video game was earlier this episode. You mentioned <laughs> five point. video games. So people are sitting there going, I don't remember that in Mario. 
It's Destroy All Humans 2. The best human nice. destroyer game. I feel like I would have gone the different route of uh, taking hair off my back and tying sea turtles together and then like... Ah, yes, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know? Oh, now, is that what he did? Oh, sorry, I didn't know. They copied you. <laughs> yeah, bastards took well, my he did, In the end, he didn't actually do that. So that was <laughs> the thing. Look, she's in a mysterious Well, what country. I would have done, idea. what I would have done is I would have stood on the mountaintop and waved my arms at the plane and surrendered. And then here's what, here's what Tom does. Oh. This is the real Tom move. He gave them all gobbies. So mm-hmm. that way they would be distracted. And then he like... Bit... <laughs> all at once or like different times? <laughs> He's got a big mouth. He cloned seven of them. <laughs> no, no. Got a... How many people do you think is operating that alien spaceship? Oh, I, I Four actually people. kind of missed the start of that. that Four like... people. And he distracts Four them by gobbies. giving them gobbies. And he bites all their dicks off. And then he just steals Ooh, the alien teeth? spaceship. It's a bit like teeth. Have you seen that film? Yes, I've seen that film where every Quality male character film. is a rapist. Yeah. So, even her stepdad. So guys, yeah. earlier, earlier we uh, were talking... A gynecologist. Earlier we were talking about that popular guy in Poland, Hitler. Yeah, so popular. They're oh, in, they're in Austria now. He's yeah, in town. they're in Austria now. Another connection. Oh, hello. I really wanted... You know what? This was the lamest piece of advice ever that he... Uh, piece of information he gave. She goes, where am I? And he's like, you're in Austria at the moment. That's not specific enough. No. If you were on a train and I was the guy on the train and you knew what train you're on... And you're Does like, she? yeah, no, no, she doesn't. But let's oh, yeah, work right, with the yeah. fact that he doesn't oh, know. I get what you're he doesn't know that she doesn't know that. Yes, so I see. So if yes. you came to me and you're like, where are we? And I just went Austria at the moment. <laughs> that like, really doesn't narrow it down enough. Yeah, you have to because you're like, well, duh, I took a train to Austria. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, the, the only reason, route. the only reason he would say Austria is if he knew that she wouldn't know what country they're in. Exactly. Yeah. Or he he doesn't give a fuck because he's a bartender. He's probably drunk. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's like going on a train from, like, Frankston to Melbourne and being like, where am I? And then being like, Frankston or Melbourne. It'd be like like if you asked me, like... Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I? Southern Hemisphere. What? Earth. Where am I? It'd be like solar system. Ryan, it'd be like if you asked me, what what am I doing now? I'm like, you're asking me what you're doing now. Yeah. Can I also point out this guy? Absolutely stellar accent. Like, just really good. His Austrian accent? Mm, it's really good. Yeah, I loved Harvey in this movie. His <laughs> name's Harvey Warbanger. Yeah, I don't know. We never got to know his name. We never got to know his name. So he's yeah. Harvey Warbanger. He's assassin. No, he's he's, he's platinum grade assassin. I think actually, fucking excuse me, platinum grade. I think he should just be called the villain from Terminator Two because that's basically his role in this movie. <laughs> he's, I did just, think of Terminator to just respawn. And, like, never well, like die. not not stay down until yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, any Terminator. I don't know why Terminator Two specifically. He did liquid. I was because that guy this. specifically is who I think of when I think of someone who respawns. He, not not. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I actually do think no, of Terminator on. 1. As if you don't think of the dude, the cop. Well, Robert, yeah, but he had a special mean, ability. You Arnold mean Schwarzenegger. Robert Patrick, yeah. That's uh, what his name is. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has two first names. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator, by the way, Austria again. Um, oh, he, he, that's where Schwarzenegger's from. He basically looked like a human and like reacted <laughs> like a human, but just didn't stay down. Whereas that other guy, he had liquid metal, so it's like, oh, well, obviously. But the other one, it was like, oh, he's oh, you. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you said <laughs> yeah, Bart- this Bart- is Bartek. So Bartek made a caveat in this movie See, as, as elderly European man. I really liked. Who was, I really was disappointed that he well, got killed. I did too because you were so sincere. But I also thought it would be great if he was an assassin too. And he's like, "All right, let me uh, take he, out my walker." He was only gold level. 
I've had, mm. I've had a genuine question for you. Do you think that in films with like actors like Tom Cruise or people who are relatively short, um, that they purposely cast other men who are short because yep. they don't want him to seem emasculated? Yep. Yes. Especially with Tom Cruise. He's very much known for that. How bad is that? Like <laughs> well, it's just, it's, so just a, it's just how it goes. I mean, even in the old classics like Casablanca, how, so uh, Humphrey Bogart was shorter than most people, and that so he, he would be on boxes, and they would cast people like Peter Lorre, who are mm. even shorter. Mm. I think I might have seen something like that happen when I was an extra on Neighbours. I hate Neighbours, so I don't <laughs> care. Oh. Um, <laughs> It's such a like can we, hilarious can we, concept. It was a woman though on the boxes, so I don't know if that changes. She, it. Women always have a box, so that's true. Tom Cruise gets fucking obliterated in this scene, but then Cameron Diaz—he's the turning point. Cameron Diaz saves him, and this is the start of her journey because he taught her how to be do Houdini hands, which mm, is the which is real sex term. You know, Houdini hands. Yeah. You know, dying from a gut punch. Yeah. So. <laughs> Poor Paul Denner. And then she does something amazing. She does Houdini hands, beats the shit out of this guy, and then he gets stabbed clearly in the heart. It's like in the center to the left of it. So he's stabbed in the heart, and the worst thing he did was pull out the knife. Like, that's not the That's worst what I was thinking, option. Yeah. I thought he's going to pull out the knife and, and then be like, oh, death. fuck, and yeah. then fall down. But he, he pulls out the knife. And this is foreshadowing the idea of you can get shot or stabbed in the heart and you'll be okay. Yeah, I find this uh, a very... This is also uh, goes with her whole, like, she's never going to actually be the hero because Tom Cruise still has to kill him. No, the train driver on the other train killed him. Well, was, yeah, good point. Good I point. was going to compare him but to... But look, like, he would have killed her then if Tom Cruise didn't kick him out the door. Yeah. Out the window. But he's holding on to a sausage. <laughs> you, know tr- you know how durable... There are so many euphemisms You know how durable sausages are. Especially yeah. Austrian ones. They, you know, it took Aust- me actually a second to realise he holds the sausage. I'm like, oh shit, he has strong legs. You know, you know in Austria, they don't use rope. They use sausage. Yeah. <laughs> sausage rope. I was going to compare his sort of invincibility to a character from another movie, but then I remember that the other movie is based on a real story. So. Yeah. I was going to compare it to a character in Everest. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. Love that you, you know the um, Jake Gyllenhaal one. Yeah, the the one the guy in that film. I think he was German or Russian. He was the guy who didn't need like an oxygen tank to survive yeah. high up there because he was a massive. Be- because he was a massive, massive. No, no, no. But he survives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which one? The he was like the Russian. He's or... the Russian or the 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 European guy who comes with them. Who when they're like, all right, we all need oxygen tanks. No, I don't need it. I can do oh, right, fine okay. up there. I thought you meant the guy who makes him go back because he's like, I have to touch it. I have to reach And then this. later in the film, oh, like, yeah. he was absolutely right. He didn't need oxygen. He could survive up there just boss. on his own. What about, oh, what about the guy, though, who thought that he read the oxygen tanks right? Can know. we talk about this film? Um, yeah, in this sorry, film, shit. the train... That. No, no. In this film, a train has two people murdered on it, one of which oh, gets... got a specific... Yeah. One Tarantino. of which gets murdered by another train. But guess what? Yeah. Still stops at the final destination. The train, even though <laughs> people have died. Yeah, no one Is that a train? Yeah, they're on a train. Yeah. No, no, but the thing that he hit, I thought that, yeah, was, was, I thought that was, was like a tunnel or something. No, no, it was a train was like going a the other train. way. Oh, okay. It was a freight train yeah. going the other way. So he got massacred by two trains, technically. And you know what I love? When they brought that body bag out, I'm like, oh, it's the chef. But then I was like, wouldn't it be great if they had half a body bag and the other guy was carrying <laughs> half of one because the guy got fucking splattered? I really would have liked it if this was an R-rated movie as well. Like, if they 
toned up the violence in it because oh, I, I felt like it could have played with that too. Like like her being drenched in blood, like ah, like him yeah. being like fucking. I feel like in ter- like if you did up the rating, like they definitely would have banged at this point with penetration. Yeah. Like why would they not have banged? It's because he's <laughs> they were short. on a fucking island, like in yeah. The- but that was at the point where their relationship was a bit rapey. Yeah. This is the point, point where point. this in this story in a proper spy movie, this would be the point where they have sex and then he goes down and she finds the liar revealed trope kind of thing where yeah, she thinks yeah. he's lying and then it you know. Did later Austin eventually. Powers do that? Like the first movie? Austin Powers did not <laughs> yeah, do that. No, they did. No, 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 no. They didn't do that. Didn't he have sex with a villain in Oh, in the villain, but this is the hero. Like, I'm talking about the hero. In oh, Austin Powers, yeah. what I love about Austin Powers is the first time he could actually have sex with um, Elizabeth Hurley, she's drunk, and he goes, no, 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 you're Aww. drunk. That's just not right. And it's, it's like, right. wow, the international man of mystery, the sexiest <laughs> sexist on the planet, even he knows it's wrong. And then he went off and had sex with a villain. That's what you're thinking of, but he never... At least it was consensual sex. Well, no, because there was that one scene where they like, help, I'm stuck in a nutshell. Wasn't it after sex? No. No. No, no, she was drunk. That's when she's All like... right. That's the whole point of... That's so great about Austin Powers. So that was the same is scene. He's a feminist at the end of the day. Like, he loves having sex with them, but he loves women. Mm. So that's what... You know, that's why... That's Austin so Powers beautiful. is such a great spoof mm. movie because he's this sex player guy, but when he actually has sex responsibly, unlike James Bond. <laughs> so it's responsibly like, aside from that, he well, never it, uses condoms. Well, remember, it is a spoof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, aside from he probably has like 10,000. But that's because, but because that's, uh, from the timeline he was from, condoms <laughs> weren't really a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a break. The pill wasn't even invented then. You said timeline, but time is what you meant. No, remember? They mucked around they with timelines in movie. The second one. Yeah, but the s- you're talking oh. about the series as a whole. No, it wasn't the first one. I was talking, about, no, I was talking about the first one. I'm talking one. about the first one as He gets cryogenically well. frozen in the first one. Yeah. And it skips ahead like 30 years. We no. were only talking about the first one, right? I was there in the 90s. <laughs> I know what happened. It's just of the three of us, so you should know. <laughs> I saw that. I saw the first and second one in a Aw, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm jealous, but I'm still older than you. <laughs> hey, look, it's Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman. Here's my problem fox. with Gal Gadot or Gal I have Gadot. No problems with her. I think that she. I don't know if she can act, and I that care. frightens me. No, it frightens me. Like, I'm not a big fan of the DC movies, mm. but she's going to be the first Wonder Woman in a big live action movie, and that's like a big thing. And she has never proven that she can act, and English is not her first language. But that's kind and of and she's why a it model, works. and she but no, but she's a model that has turned into an actress, and those never usually do very well, Alana. And then we haven't seen her properly act, so Wonder Woman will be the movie where you get to see her properly act, and I hope that she does well. But there's just part of me that just goes concoction A mixed with concoction B mixed with concoction C will equal concoction disaster. I just feel like like Wonder Woman is meant to be so you know like tough and masculine and like awesome and when I see Gal Gadot as the tiny thin very feminine woman I think yeah masculine no but the way that she the way that she carries herself is like Mm -hmm. that is like Wonder Woman's personality who's directing that film the Wonder Woman I don't know not Zack Snyder not Zack Snyder oh the kid from Flipper wrote the script I the, think the guy the one in the raincoat with the glasses. Yeah, really? He wrote the script to one. I think he great. also wrote scripts for the OC. Flipper, flipper. <laughs> so it better be references. So Bartek, me. Any quizzes that we um, need to be hitting the balls with? There's one more that I'd like to read. It's it's 
relevant. Sorry, hmm? directing. Patty Jenkins. It's a woman. Oh, who I knew it was a woman. Movie. Oh, it's the woman directed Monster, Monster, which is a very good film. Great film. Oh, and she wrote for Resident Evil. Is Monster the one where Charlie's the Ron is a serial killer? Yeah. So good writing for women. Maybe. Well, good director for woman. Yeah, pardon me. Good directing. Uh, for Alana women. Killing is naughty. Oh, it's Amanda Waller. Viola <laughs> Day. Isn't that Oprah? <laughs> oh my oh. god! I didn't realize we we're watching The Color Purple. <laughs> Was she in The Color Purple? Yeah, that's one of Oprah's best acting roles. Like that's one where Oprah proves that she could act. Okay. All right, we were we were gonna do a quiz question. I'm sorry. We uh, it's it's more relevant for an upcoming scene, but I can do it now. It's about the parents. Oh Ooh, fuck meet yeah! Meet the parents. Here you go. My favorite, Ben Stiller. <laughs> Meet the fuckers. Yeah. June visits a couple who she realizes are Roy's parents. Oh, shit. That's what? who they were. What is unusual about the couple? Oh, they're both they... Jewish and he's clearly not Jewish. Can I, I was going to say that they um, somehow win lots of like money and like That's contests because... without entering Th- that. that. That is the correct answer. They won Publishers Clearing House twice. Woo. The wrong answer is that... Right, you didn't even get the wrong answers. (laughs) (laughs) Were they both US senators? That's not weird at all. Why can't both a man and a woman be a US senator? Were they were they both fake news? Were they (laughs) were they both blind? (laughs) Must be that. (laughs) There's still one more, Ryan, but you know, laugh it out, laugh it out. (laughs) They were both blind. (laughs) How did he see her? Okay, say someone watched this movie and they chose that answer genuinely. (laughs) How did the father see her at the window? Oh, actually, that's bit, owns, that actually would be so much cooler. He owns guns. But then it's a bit like, um, what's that fucking don't, don't breathe? Don't breathe. Yeah. He owns guns, which is possibly the worst weapon a blind person can own. It's Maybe like he also owns, best. like, okay. a basement with a woman There's no in. answer that can follow up that can be better than that. And the third wrong answer is, they are also the parents of Simon. Ooh, we actually don't great. know if that's true or not. That would have been fucking awesome. Simon's his little autistic brother. No, it's his autistic uncle. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks really young for his age. <laughs> no, Tom Cruise. Fresh out of high school. I have an eight. Hey, no, 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 no. You don't. You can have an uncle that's younger than you. Yes, you can. That's you can. True. I have an if auntie that's younger than me. If yeah, your grandparents... And she's Chinese. If your grandparents gave birth right now, <laughs> that would be your aunt or uncle. I have a, that would be I have very, very disturbing young, also. I have a very young Chinese auntie whose name is Becky. And she's like, call me Auntie Becky. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I met like my extended... I met my like fam, my family's group of people. There was like family re- event. And there was this like little eight-year-old girl. This was like 10 years ago. This little eight-year-old girl running around in a pink dress playing with all the other kids. I'm like, oh, she's one of their friends or like whatever. And she's like, kept going, going, you call me Auntie Becky. I'm your auntie. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I found out. Someone told, took me aside. I was like, no, no, she really is your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> she's what Chinese, but right with now? round blue eyes, but Chinese everything else, like skin. Uh, my grandfather and some uh, Asian woman that he met at later life, okay. and she got pregnant. So she's your half aunt, then. She's my aunt, yeah. Yeah, by blood, but still half aunt, yeah. Yeah, but more uh, than not aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Did she even knew 
that. And <laughs> she knew that. But no one thought to inform me. The, 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 yeah, no one. And then this eight-year-old, this eight-year-old had the concept. I didn't. Wait, and this was ten years ago? Ten years ago, so she's, she's eight, 18, 18 now. So, on the show. Yeah, Auntie Becky, if you want to come on the show. She was like running around and she's like got the proper Chinese yeah, hairstyle. Was this your Polish grandfather? No. Oh, she could have been Polish. Polo Chinese. So, <laughs> Alana, that's my background. What's yours? Yeah, great. Uh, well, Alana grew up in seven. the swamps, like <laughs> most ogres. A <laughs> uh, fun fact about Alana. Oh, like Cameron Diaz in that movie show? Fun fact See, about really Alana. I have a sister called Alana, but they're both spelt differently. She's been on the show. Alana Summers here spells her name phonetically. Mm. With my, an yeah, R? my mom would say that, yeah. It's like Alana. 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 There you go, spell that. Alana. Alana. Well, mine spells it like A double L A N A. A double L A N A. Yeah, and then there's also A L A N A H. And there's also I hate the H. A L A double N A H. Isn't there one where you put an R? That's my. That's hers. A L A R N A is my one. It's the worst one, by the way. It is. Do you think that? Do you realize that your spelling of your name is the worst one that is available? Because I think that A double L A N A H or whatever is Alana to me. Alana. Yeah. And A L A N A. The problem is Alana. The problem is Alana. We pronounce R's in lots of words that don't have them because we're Australian and we have this that natural inflection. So if we spot R's into things that don't have them all the time, we're gonna have our own language by the end of the day. It's typically when there's an A in like the middle of a word, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There is in Alana. Cast shark. Yeah. Oh shit! I said my last name. Edit that out. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I put the Australian inflection on it. So now, the first thing, one of the first things I did when I met Alana was I said, "Hey, you remind me of this character in a movie," and you're like, "What movie?" And this is true, Bartek. In the film Fargo, mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's character has interactions with prostitutes, and one of those prostitutes looks and sounds exactly like Alana yeah, except for with a Canadian inflection it's like she's like oh he was just funny looking eh and I'm like it's Alana <laughs> <laughs> like I swear it's Alana, like, I'm actually exactly Canadian you say that line Alana uh, he was just funny looking eh <laughs> oh my god we got the actress from Fargo <laughs> I'm a Canadian prostitute. No, I wasn't acting in that. That was just my real life. No, it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah. About how he had sex with Steve Buscemi. Yeah, it was, was the best of my acting? life. <laughs> meth acting? Meth acting. I was just... He was like, meth. <laughs> <laughs> she did it for meth. <laughs> so, fucked. in this movie, Tom Cruise gets shot several times. He's not wearing a bulletproof vest. No. He falls a lot. Now, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz both did a majority of their own stunts, Mm -hmm. especially Tom Cruise, you know? Except for this. This was, like, the wire work that he did. But other than that, he... Didn't they even know why. Driving ones, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because they're both avid drivers, which I really respect. You know, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, you can laugh and go, "Oh yeah, Cameron Diaz is a car expert." <laughs> because there are sometimes <laughs> when you have a movie actress, it's like Julia Roberts, helicopter pilot, and you can't help but be like, <laughs> <laughs> "She could be a helicopter pilot." <laughs> but or or you know like. You know, uh, uh, Sienna Miller, brain surgeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. that Cara Delevingne, really actress. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, president. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, businessman and president. At the same time. <laughs> I believed him on Home Alone too, but not as a president. But Cameron Diaz, you can't laugh because this is true. She is really into cars. <laughs> Do we know this for a fact? 
No, she is. The she's IMDb a really trivia. avid. Yeah. It's true. No she's way. a really. She did the one eighty turns and everything. Yeah, she's very good driver. That's cool. And didn't it also say I like that, that more? Didn't it also say that Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz at the same time as doing this movie were on Top Gear? Yeah. That is actually cool. Then I'm I would watch her host character. American Top Gear it's with like, Joey from Friends. That's so. Um, and you'd be like, "How you doing?" And she'd be like, "Ah, yeah." You're not you my not, friend. You're not my. F- no, <laughs> you're, no, that's not Cameron. That's not Cameron. She would You're right. That. She would laugh at his jokes. Like She'd be like, ha, 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 and then rub his semen in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, just to keep it up. Not even Shrek would like that, Ryan. That's from something about Mary, so I'm correct. Her <laughs> <laughs> most iconic role. Oh, she was yeah. a something. Uh, yeah, I'm actually impressed that that is part of her oh, look, RL, her real life. It's kind of like... Oh, no, my guy with the really weird your teeth. gets shot. <laughs> oh, no. Weird. weird thing is... Paul Dano is sitting behind that guy, so no matter what would have happened, him shooting that guy in the chest would go through the guy, through the chair, and hit Paul Dano. So he, Paul Dano's dead. I suppose, though, his angle was more towards the door than towards the back. No, no. <laughs> Hold on, Ryan, say that again. I'm confused. Okay, so Paul oh, Dano... <laughs> this is the stuff on the podcast we have to get through. Paul Dano is in the back seat of the car, yes. behind the passenger seat of the front. Yes. Right? The driver shoots the passenger in the front, in the chest. The bullet would go through the passenger in the front. Into Paul Dano? Through the chest, yes. through the seat, into Paul Dano, who's directly behind. I'm, on, like I'm on Alana's side. If you think this. it like this, he's sitting like this way, and he shoots in this direction, so yeah. it still hits the heart. No, no, goes, no, no, but if you actually watch it, he didn't just shoot like that. He, he actually... Went, bang, bang. And you're using visual cues for a podcast. Great yeah, job. Yeah, sorry, podcast. What Lana's indicating is he, he shot towards the door, but what he actually did was he pulled his gun forward into his chest and aimed directly into his chest. Did he though? Yes. I watched it last night and I was <laughs> like, like, did I he just shoot Paul times. Dano? Well, he didn't shoot Paul Dano. No, exactly. <laughs> but that's weird because the government issued guns, so they would pierce through at an alarming rate more than just an that's, average gun. It's still a lot to pierce through, though. I mean, no, it's a body, but all at the organs close, in there, the back of the body, but, and then a ch- and But a he suit. shot several times close range in a small compressed space. It is likely. I don't think so. I think Paul Dano's dead for the rest of this movie. I think they did fine. Excuse me, did you not see that don't Tom Cruise? Did you not see Don't that? hit me even harder. Excuse me, this is a podcast, movie. Ryan. I'm going to hit you if you don't <laughs> shut up a lot. Uh, if the, the, did you not see Tom Cruise manage to throw a hot battery across a pier and the other guy caught it without falling? <laughs> so I think this movie allows I mean, this. that's a bit more realistic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You got me there. <laughs> Throwing something and then catching it? No, from an increase from a faraway distance that's extremely hot and there's a, a body rapper. of water and there's a body of water they indicate it's so hot that it exploded two seconds later yeah, good point. so you can see and also i think it's really unrealistic that blind people can see cameron diaz yeah but ryan you make your point by hitting me so that's kind of not <laughs> so nice. it's invalid. all right so i'll fix it by hitting you again no, just do a reverse hit <laughs> well, you sound the pain's gone <laughs> Sound like my sound effect for Rodri, but possesses me. <laughs> so, Alana, this movie had many twists. <laughs> Alana, could you just? We're just we're returning to the movie mode. <laughs> Alana, could you just calm? You know, I am we're calm. trying to have I'm an so intellectual calm. conversation about, <laughs> about whether what? or not Cameron Diaz is a good actress Ooh, in this particular mm. scene. Were we? 
That's where I was leading to, and then Lana had to interrupt it you with her. You said we were trying to even start. Well, Thank I you, started it. I started it, and then stopped it. All so. right. Anyway, yeah. Okay, now we're talking about it. <laughs> now we're not going to talk about it because it's all she spoiled. A good actress. Is her watch more of a prominent character than her? Is her what? Watch. Because I've been oh, noticing that her watch is always mm. pointed directly at the camera. Like, look at the brand of watch. And it's also she's just been in war as well. Like, why has she got a robot I mean, but still a watch? Her watch can be waterproof. Yes, but, like, wouldn't you? Because she needs to know the time. Your... But she's in very comfortable, like, robe clothing. Why she's probably do... not wearing underwear either. Maybe she's in, in the nud. Oh, my gosh. Her lover's parents will see her in the nud before he does. I would love <laughs> to see her in the nud. Yeah. <laughs> we pretty much do, don't we? I would nut to that nud. Mm. <laughs> you would what? Nut. To that oh, nut. Lord. nut. Nut is a phrase for masturbate. It's all right. And nut is That's not the word nude. that I want to explain. What's nud? Nude. <laughs> in a nut. But he already changed her into a bikini. No, but she's naked now. <laughs> she's got Oh, but Lil, you're right. Alana's stupid. You got it. Nailed it. Because he's already seen her naked, Alana. You, you no, just said that. No, but he didn't see, he said. Yeah, I can, no, I can he did. do it without he, he, seeing uh, I'm a guy, Alana. And then, <laughs> what, and then what did he say immediately after? Uh, I Not... may have. Like, he said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. Essentially. That's a lie. I, I jerked off onto your tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's not sunscreen. Gross. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. I'm a nice guy. And she's like, damn right you are. Ha ha ha. Smile and Didn't laugh. Didn't the IMDb trivia also say that this woman here, who's meant to be his mum... He's only 10 years older than him? Yeah. That's really sad, because she looks really old. Wow, yeah. Well, no, maybe it's just that he's aged really well. You're right. Women do age terribly. Alana's, like, mm. only our age, and she looks 45. Maybe. At least we live longer. So Alana yeah. looks like a Fargo prostitute. You know? <laughs> I yeah. am. A, I told you it was not an acting part. It was real life. That movie was a really 20 hard time. years ago. <laughs> Perhaps. Was 20 years. It was a hard time, okay? I was in my 20s. <laughs> it was just really rough. It was hard with Steve Buscemi's cock in me. You know? yeah, it was, it was very so hard. hard. Well, actually, no, not really. It was hard. I can't hard. imagine Steve Buscemi ever actually... No, I'm not going to just... Can you imagine it? No, I don't want she to. She said she His teeth gritting. <laughs> I just don't those, want Those to. buck teeth mm. gritting, those buggy eyes <laughs> bogging out. Um, I feel like the only, his the only way I can skin. Ima- imagine it if he's like fully in his like in a really expensive suit like boardwalk no, style with no, a hat on. No, no. Have you not seen it. Fargo? You were <laughs> yes, in it. Yes, I've seen Fargo. <laughs> You're in it. You yeah, know what he looks like. It was my real life. But I pre, picture him as that You had one. sex with him pre-woodchipper. Fucking, yeah. And then post-woodchipper. <laughs> Just a fun. And then post, and then post-woodchipper. So, we haven't talked about the MacGuffin of the movie, which is a super-powered battery. The Zephyr. The Zephyr. The Zephyr. I wonder Zephyr. why it's called that. Well, there's an answer. It sounds cool. There's an answer to that. Uh, of course. What's the answer, Ryan? The screenwriter came up with it, and that's the answer. Oh, my so, God. It's revolutionary. So that's, an, that's something you would have given me, but you, you are not correct. Oh, no. I've been bitten by bards, like, and I'm becoming him. <laughs> Uh, Ryan tastes like Ryan. And Alana tastes like Steve Buscemi's cum. <laughs> I, I, I don't bite and tell. Except for you. So I don't bite and tell. <laughs> <laughs> Alana, welcome to Spin Polish Presents. <laughs> and spit and polish and bite. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Why am I bite? I don't want to be bite. Okay, spit and polish and go from the swamp. <laughs> no, but see, I feel like the only natural progression from that would just swallow. Like, why do you do that? <laughs> like, that's Spit not and it. polish and hump. <laughs> hump? Oh, gross. 
Humpy is like the worst word. Humpy. Okay, spit and polish and moist. So, does that mean that your favorite song is the one that goes, my hump? <laughs> what are lady lumps? I don't know. Breasts and bums. Nips. Cheeks. No, they're tumors that women can get because of the ovaries. Ah. I hope that's not what they are. Cause in that you case, love my lady lumps. That's a weird you love tumors. my lumps. My lovely lady humps. You know, tumors of the ovaries. Because yeah. men love it because it means there's a guarantee. Because yeah. they're on the inside. <laughs> you mean you could <laughs> so if you're you a gynecologist. Gee, you'd have to reach my, you have tools. Oh, that explains <laughs> you have that. Tools. That explains it, Linda. Yeah. You got me spending, spending all this money on my surgery <laughs> on my to get rid surgery, of the tumors. Yeah. And, and now I can't have and you're and, sitting by my side because I and you're happy because I can't have kids hospital. now. That is fucked, Ryan. <laughs> well, it's fucked, but it's also beautiful. Like tumors. So, Cameron Diaz is fucked interacting. So Excuse me. Like this guy. This man here is very attractive, and I loved in the IMDb he's trivia. Kind of weird though. He's been compared to as the Spanish Tom Cruise. But he's got like a really round. Um, face? It's because of his beard is very sculpted in a round fashion. Yeah, I feel like it's not sculpted well. Like I've, No, I, would... I think it's very sculpted. No, nah, I well. think he needs like... Look at Bartek's more... beard. Now that's shit. But look at this guy's <laughs> beard. He needs like, look at this guy. Like, well, evidently, you have a beard. He looks too round. Nah, he looks like Data from the TV show Star Trek when he isn't Data. <laughs> I don't watch Star Trek. I'm soz. <laughs> you fucking soz. Have you ever watched The Master of Disguise? <laughs> yeah. The villain is <laughs> Data. The villain? Oh, he right. looks like the villain... From uh, yeah, Master of Disguise. <laughs> I'm not joking. He really He's does. got a lush head of hair, though. Like, Master of Disguise is so pretty good. We'll do it on the show one day. With Alana, she can be the disguise. I would love to watch Master of Disguise. I... So who's the master and who's the of? You're the master and I'll be the of. <laughs> the of. I'm humble. <laughs> you're, you're just obsolete. So I love Karen Diaz in this scene. She's really playing her comedy strength very well by being I honest. Like and I yeah. love that kind of humor in which someone's given a, a drug or or mind controlled to be brutally honest. And, Johnny English, uh, perfect example. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I love the, the yeah, like Johnny English, great example. I have so many great stories about Johnny English. Uh, Johnny English is my fave. I love it. Do you like the part where all the men are sitting on toilets and farting? No. I like, yes. I like Ben Miller in that movie. I thought he was the funny part. His assistant. That's why when He's I watched... this buff. That's why when I watched the second one, I was very disappointed because he wasn't mm. involved. My name is Dr. Buff. <laughs> No, my name is Peter Skarsgård, and I'm an evil, corrupt CIA agent. Do you know my favourite Peter Skarsgård role is basically the same role as this one in Flight Plan, Jodie Foster. Have you seen that movie? Is that the one where she gets raped on a pinball machine? No, no, that's oh. Accused. Ding, and ding. I love that oh, movie too. so close. Um, no, um, <laughs> Flight Plan is where her daughter gets kidnapped on a plane, and then oh, they you can try see and, I got them confused. They try and convince her that the daughter hasn't actually been kidnapped and that she's just crazy. Uh, and he plays. I've seen a very similar in movie. It. It's called Changeling. I love that movie too. Where Angelina Jolie's son is missing and they give her a new son and say, no, that is your son. Yeah. Based on a true story. Then she's like force fed and like, oh, that's That's nothing like Shrek. No, Shrek is more like night and day. And the thing with night and day is this movie's seven years old. Does that blow your mind? Yes. Because I think of 2010 as being like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Before I knew you, Alana. It was a similar time. You're 11 at that (laughs) point, right? Yeah, you're 11. (sighs) I was happier then. (laughs) Yeah, same. I didn't know you. In your country town? No, I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have this show to reference Fargo, Fargo prostitute Alana. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And you I, know what Alana's porn had... actress name is? What if we just take this segment of the episode? Summers and Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just take this segment of the show, send it to your sister and see what happens? <laughs> My sister? 
Because she got like similar phonetic name, right? Oh no, Alana. send it to Alana's sister. <laughs> Do you have a sister? <laughs> I do. <laughs> send it to one of them, and they're like, Alana, I didn't know that you were. That explains you are working in Frankston. I mean, <laughs> that explains everything. Uh, Frankston so is a scummy area for those of you not in the Frankston Melbourne. Frankston is not that bad. Okay, actually. says someone who lives there. Yeah, exactly. So, scum. Well, then maybe that just means I will be cooler and not a damsel in distress if I'm ever in a film because no, I you're, have learned the hard ways of Frankston. No, you're you're like a Holocaust denier. <laughs> you deny you denied the true horrors of the world. Uh, you know something about this film, Bartek, that I really, really admired about it is it had a visual flair to it. Like, <laughs> it was days. shot primarily in the daytime, which is unique for a movie of this caliber. Like, he went on to do another spy movie, Jack Reacher, which mm. was shot primarily at night, and it wasn't very successful either of those movies. And I think it's really ballsy to even have a comedy movie that is a spy movie like this take place primarily in the day. I think it's bold choice on uh, Peter Peter Mangold's part. Is it James Mangold? Oh, I feel like it was James. Okay. Also, you could just call it Night in Day. Oh, oh, the porn parodies that. Well, that's if they have sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's night. She's not as in day. him in the daytime. Yeah, so she's day though. Remember? No, she's not. So then it's a double entendre. Some day is because it's night and day. Like well, he might have slipped his in finger in her pussy when getting her changed. That is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> what? Could have happened. I know it could have happened, but we have. Like, Ryan, did you say that out of your mouth or the nose? We that have was to really on the nose. Suspend. <laughs> oh my god. That's... You have to suspend her to do that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> she's a tall woman. <laughs> suspend her from school and then go to her house I and give her a spank oh this is so bad <laughs> no you're right Alana I should be fair he could have slipped his finger up her butthole as well I don't want to be I don't want to give the butthole equity like you okay her ass mouth. Yeah, yeah, he could have stuck it up her. Yeah, because you know, if you put food up your butt, you can still eat. Pussy, and now I'm just dying. I can't. Do you it. don't like the word pussy? Okay, he stuck it. it you know, so you know Tom. You know Tom Cruise. He might have stuck his finger up her mouse trap. You know. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> your chair just rolled on my toe. What you happened? Know, my chair rolled on her mouse trap, <laughs> and now she. On my toe. She's really erected oh, in the clitoris fuck. area. Ryan, you've hurt both of your co-hosts in this episode. <laughs> physically. <laughs> You're a violent person. Physically oh, and emotionally. Yes, Liz, I'm going to go home and cry about this. For the audience days. that doesn't know, Ryan sits in the middle in the episode, oh. so he's got access to both people. I'm going to yeah, go home well, and they... cry to Steve. Who's <laughs> Steve? <laughs> oh, your boyfriend. Yeah, we're still Who's together. Yeah, you know, her on. client. <laughs> her friend. It's friends with benefits kind Steve of deal. Like. He's only a bloody stump, but... It still works. My stump. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bartek, could you please uh, inform me of a favourite character in this movie? Because this movie has a lot of characters, but also doesn't have very many characters. Mm, true. Well, uh, funny you mentioned the guy oh, that... Oh, like, yeah. Sorry. Is that a good movie kiss or a bad movie kiss? That one's much better. Yeah, it's because he's got his finger on a mousetrap. Because he's not, like, with his eyes open, like, really freaking out someone's so coming to get him. They should re-edit this movie. They kiss, then it pans to the side... Alana's there, she does much better. Yeah. <laughs> and Viola also, Davis is there too. Actually, still in like movie kisses. You know what one actually is a massive disappointment for the whole movie? Bridget Jones. The film yeah, Bridget, kiss at the end of that. Yeah, Bridget sucks Jones sucks. Dick. 
No, I love that movie. But yeah, the end of it you're is you're right. Just, it's no Bridget Jones's baby. It's got dreadful. It. Like the end with with her and which one is it? Colin, Colin Firth. Firth. Like the kisses. Have you ever really seen him lame. kiss in movies? He's not very good at it. No, he's not. It's because he's like a dead fish. Because he's like four hundred. No, I'm just kidding. He's not really. Why but. are you so mean, Alana? He's just <laughs> trying to be a talented actor. He's. Uh, he's he was a man of trillions. He also, was in both. Do you know, I also find the Titanic sex scene actually not that arousing. Excuse me, they had sex in a car on a boat. Yeah, except I don't know. There's something that's weirdly kind of like mother and child about it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> is it because Kate when I watch Winslet's it? too old? No, 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 no. It's because the way that they at the end of it, the way that he's like panting or whatever, and then he like lays down literally in her bosom while she like pats his head, and it's this weird I've like. I've had sex before, Lana, because that's how weird. kind of that kind of is how it goes. I think after you need to sex. watch it though, and it just. I have watched it. I don't really like, like the movie, but. I, I love a lot it's just like you know it's so weird that they did that after sex it's he like just yeah looks it is very really weird like that a they child. it's because he's got a young face and you associate him as a child actor as well so, as a grown man so rewatch it and think of it in that way and it's weird well you can rewatch anything and think of it in any way now yeah, now Bartek was your favourite character the one the two sets of bulls that were different colour to the rest I really like those. I really like the character that you said reminds you of me. Oh, the chef. <laughs> yeah. The chef Even before you brought him up, I just really like the sincerity in yeah, he was the what little he said. One. I really like... Like, of course, I'll get you some water. I really liked him. Uh, I really liked Eduardo. Like hmm? Eduardo. There was a character called Eduardo? The guy. That he said... <laughs> the guy. The what guy is, that he just interacted with being like... Tell your boss when you wake up that. And she's like, This yeah. is Eduardo. He's like, Oh, Eduardo. <laughs> this is Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo, could you, you know, please tell oh your God, boss guys. when you wake up that I'm after him? I found another connection. I'm pretty sure in Charlie's Angels, when Cameron Diaz has her dream where she dances, she, she calls makes love out, to Paul Dana. Eduardo, move me. <laughs> Oh, there you does. go. She does. No, she says, the Chad. No, me. she goes, Eduardo, no, move me. And then the, it goes, the Chad. heaven. Da, da, da. It happens. So, Bartek, that was you. Lana, who is your favourite character? Um, I think the... the nah, Viola Davis. <laughs> she does so much else. in the movie. Mm, I love really... this machine gun guy. He does so much. I also really love the guy who gets his, like neck wrapped up and flies up out of nowhere like I'm really impressed that Tom Cruise is that strong he just jumps on something and pulls well, him up well Tom out of Cruise he has impressive core strength to mm. say the least you know he's a guy that can hold Cameron Diaz who's not a small woman like she's tall savage I feel like it's almost um too brilliant for you to handle well no it's more like arm strength than it is um Core. I mean, I guess both. No, but he's so little that his arms are connected to his core. <laughs> Good point, yeah. <laughs> like, you know how we said he's just a potato? <laughs> yeah, right. He was a carved potato. Oh, uh, and Paul Dano, resourceful as usual. I know. He stops the car. Hey, does Peter Skarsgård look like a, a European version of Kiefer Sutherland in this movie, <laughs> do you? Like, he's just like, my name is Jack Bowerski, and I've got 24 hours to. Did you ever watch Prison Break? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks like one of the secret agents from that show. Oh, yeah. You know Prison Break? You know what's really great about that show? It kept going after they broke out of prison, <laughs> which really worked. So it was like prison free. They should just. They should have called it Prison Run. It's because they realized. <laughs> prison. They should have just called it no, prison, prison Run. I do like that one of the last lines of the first after season prison. was like, what do we do now? We run. And then it shows them. Damn. <laughs> I hated Prison Break. Oh my god, I also forgot to mention before there's a really good CSI Sonny's Remove bit. 
from Tom or right from up, yeah, Peter? it's right when Tom's about to kiss um, Cameron. Oh yeah, well that's and all, he just does I this like, like wow. Right, here's the, the now here's the unrealistic bit here. Either. Look, look, he he throws down his guns. Unrealistic. Yeah. Into the water. Tom Cruise. No, no. Yeah, he puts them in the water. No. He says throw them in the water. Uh, no, you're right. But look how far away from the mm. water he is. He's moved in that time. No, that he shot. hasn't. I'm now just going to get the battery. It's right here. It's right here in my pants. It's and right here. Here's the thing. He, and he actually got the battery, and that was interesting. Now, here's something I got really confused about. Why did CIA man want to shoot them once he's like, another? Oh, I get it, because he's going to make another one. He's like, I better end this. Why? He was, just he, take they, because they wanted to be the only ones with the intel. Yeah, but I think you should still take him with you. Yeah, but I guess like once they have a prototype, they could go to other scientists and be like, remake this exact mm. thing. We don't need the technology. Uh oh. You don't know how to do it. Uh oh. Boom. Oh no! And my favorite trope: birds. Mm, Totally. (laughs) I love that one. So many times when people get shot and they cut to a random shot of birds reacting. I wonder. I really would like to see an animated kids movie called "The Birds Reacting," Mm. and it's like a whole movie about scenes and famous movies that they had to react to, and it's like their journey to those points. Like funny because one of the bird reaction ones that I remember is from Seinfeld. Now, here, look at this. It's hot. Oh, it's hot. And that guy Why has a massive hot? beard. Giant. He's my favourite, actually. The beard. Actually, that poor innocent Alana, dude. do you like men with beards? I love beards, yeah. Do you do you grip onto them? <laughs> nah. <laughs> just, no. No, I'm just kidding. Thank God I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, I do. I just grip and just, like, pull them down until they fall off. Just tear it off. Look, I'm Polish, so my beard hair's very <laughs> thick, so... <laughs> Uh, there you well, go. That's the it's, test. It's like that's a, how you know if they're a real it's man. It's like, like an Austrian to... sausage. <laughs> it's like an Austrian sausage, yeah, which is code for on, Polish it, beer. It takes two trains to if break If you can in hold Poland, on and it doesn't they... come off, then you know you found a real man. Then you sort Look, of... shot in the heart. <laughs> yeah, cheeky. He's fine. Also, I find it really amazing that in the, in the last five seconds or ten seconds, um, when that gunshot goes off, there's like 10,000 gunshots in the whole film, but that one happens and Cameron Diaz is like... <gasps> Oh because, no! Because a it was gunshot. Different. It's it like in different. But she, it could have been him. Why would she not assume it's him? She's worried that it's Paul Dano. <laughs> Poor guy. He only just I got out of school. I don't think she's worried about Paul. Dano. He only just got out of <laughs> 15, school. Fifteen-year-old Paul Dano. He's got his whole life ahead of him. And he potentially wants, his brother. He just wants to his fly uncle. planes. <laughs> uncle Dano. I still love that you have an eight-year-old. Well, he had an eight-year-old. Tri- Auntie Becky. Yeah. Life. I don't. She had possible. round blue eyes with Chinese everything else. If your, if your grandparents have another child, that's your He thought uncle. that this Chinese woman would have had a menopause by then because she was like 52 or something or other, but apparently not. Shit. So there you go. There's stories about me. Uh, Bartek, you know, he has a dad who's Steven Tyler, have, who's everybody's dad. I have a first that's cousin. That's awesome. I have a cousin. Yeah, everybody's dad, Steven Tyler. I have a cousin who's technically one generation above me but much younger no i hate when that happens it's like my mum's cousin basically but oh look no i don't yeah I don't have look to. it's viola and viola babis i also um her name in this is isabel and her name in um how to get away with murder is annalise like she has very like common um pretty names i like how you said common pretty names but the second one that you just listed off that wasn't isabel is not the most common name of pretty names. I feel like it's kind of in the same vintage. I've never as well. heard anyone be called Annalise. Really, Annalise? You've never heard. I've of never heard anyone in real life, ever in our time of life, 
Be called Yeah, but that's Annalise. what I mean. They're both like oldish kind of um, Victorian <laughs> names. Like yeah, I always, really... when I see a strong black woman, I think, yeah, strong Victorian English name. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, she always has purposely, like. In conclusion, white. she should have been called Bartek. <laughs> Look, it's Bartek in this movie. <laughs> Bartek's my favorite. Like, character. I'm talking about moisture on lips. I'm really not a fan of Viola's moist lips in this scene. Look how shiny they are. They're kind That's of taking gloss. away from. I know, there's still moisture there. Yeah, but it's like on purpose. Yeah, well, his was on purpose. <laughs> it's to arouse. Are you trying to say, Ryan, she can't be shiny? I am aroused. I would be like, Viola Davis plays a ruthless CIA agent, but she just wants somebody to notice her glossy lips. Uh, <laughs> like, isn't that what Tom Cruise's role is? I mean, <laughs> I mean, right, you have also glossy wait. Lips, so. his, yeah, wanky, like, his wanky face. This entire. Why are you so mean to him? Look at his face. He's just like so down. That it was kind of funny. <laughs> his face is like that For throughout the, the whole movie. Scene, he doesn't move. He's just like open-lipped, like fun fact. Like Cameron Diaz just always has a doctor's outfit on call. <laughs> Mm, yeah, she has an on-call doctor's outfit on. Oh, call. and what is she wearing on her head? On-call. A <laughs> turban, and this was after 9-11, and, and what, that was really turbulent back then. And what too. was what was one <laughs> of the things we noticed earlier? Blonde hair, like the sun, covering the sun, night. Oh, my God. B- oh. Blue. Holy shit. Yellow. Oh, my God. It's the sun in the sky, and he's the night. Also, the car that, they had, that she had was a GTO. This is my favorite manga, GTO, is about a teacher. And remember oh. that line you really liked? Mm-hmm. She, they're going to teach him a lesson. Or whatever that line was. Send him like, to school. Send him to school. Yeah. <laughs> Take him to school. I like the soldier guys just like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, sending it to the mortuary? Sure. Sorry, teach him a lesson from Flipper. Flipper. Don't worry, Roy. I got this. So, the so movie, intense. did you? what did you guys think of the ending of this film? I thought it could have ended right there, but then I realized, oh, they kind of want like to call back. And then what about poor old... Paul Dano. Yeah, where the fuck did he go? Back to school, probably. No, they Back said they said school. that we've got a little lab for him and he seems happy. But he's still in a dangerous situation because this movie kind of ends with the idea that the CIA are still very, very evil. Like, they were going to kill Tom Cruise for some yeah. reason. Well, because he was supposed to be a corrupt CIA agent. But, but they know that he wasn't. Was the other but then they know he wasn't, so then they're like, we'll kill you anyway, which is weird. No, they weren't like, we'll kill you anyway. They were like, you still can't have a family or a life. No, no, but then he, they were like, we're going to put you in a safe location where you'll be safe and make sure oh, that yeah. you're stable. And he's like, dun, Oh my dun, God. Dun. Dude, I didn't even realize that. He didn't that. realize Viola Davis maybe, was evil. Maybe, maybe she was in on it. He did die. Like they said, safe location. But this is all just what he wanted. This to is actually what I thought. I actually thought, is he dead? Because this shot here yeah, where he was all blurry dreamy. and then it cuts to him and he was very like glowing light. I'm like, is he Angel-like. Dead? And then he turns to the camera and like, Ryan, you were right. The movie is all on a beach. <laughs> and then it cuts to his dead body from the missile shot at the beach earlier <laughs> and he's like blown across. Yeah, and it's been and from half the movie. And she's, like, cut, and she's like holding his intestines going, Why? Yeah. Why? You blew him up. You damn Sorry. dirty apes. You blew him up. <laughs> damn dirty apes. <laughs> Planet of the Diaz. I'm too short. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Can we talk about Cameron Diaz's name? Diaz. Yeah. Diaz. But like she's Rose, like the like widest girl. But she's like the widest girl in the history. What's her background? The cinema. Uh, I don't know. I Maybe she's not. related to Rosa. Stop referencing no- Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. But maybe they're related. Like they're both banging. They're both not <laughs> the same at all. Cameron Diaz is very fu- much funnier. Yeah. 
That's all that is. In this scene here where they redo but oppositely the... Uh, Someday. The, the how did I get in these shorts thing. Yeah. Do you think it would have been funny if either A or B, after she says the line of her, not that I did that, Cape either... Huh? Santiago. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wasn't that a callback to something early in the film? Yeah, Cape Horn. They wanted to go there. Oh, cool. Cape Horn. Yeah, if it would have been funny if either A... Uh, Tom Cruise tried to punch her like she did earlier, or if B, I love that too. or or B, she reflexively goes to block, but nothing happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really didn't care for this ending of the parents. Like, yeah, it's great because you're res- resolving it. Like, we didn't talk about the fact that Tom Cruise has pretended to be dead to his family, and that's mm. very problematic. Well, that's part of the job. No, exactly, it's part yeah. of the job, but it's very tragic for his family, and obviously, he's made it so that they got money. To survive, and, and also, all. like, and that's sweet. Was that bit meant to be a ticket to like Cape Horn, where they're heading to? Right. So they're now the parents are going to have to deal with the fact that he's no, that's exactly it. Like, this whole time. they're going to have to deal with the revelation that he exists again, yeah. and they're going to see Cameron Diaz again. It's like you, and then the dad will be like, <laughs> "I knew that," and the dad will be sitting there going, "I knew this." I knew this. I'm He's blind, done. not dumb. Yeah, the dad's like, fuck you, Margaret. This see? whole time, see, look, I knew Ed- I could use a fucking computer. Eduardo probably. was played by Trevor. Mm, Eduardo. Trevor Lewis. So we're going to go to our Natasha reviews and ratings. Um, but I can want to hear your review and uh, rating first. So we've got here a spy action film starring Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. Great pronunciation. Come on. I Sorry, Tome Cruise. Tome. <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise. <laughs> Mott Cruise, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Say Cruise backwards now. Err. Cunt. Bartok. Hit me, Bartok. <laughs> okay. No, Ryan, I'm not going to go to you. Ah, ah, why are you hitting me? Stop, I'm <laughs> the victim. Can vouch. Can, can, can you say? I can, did it too. Can you say can vouch, like, or did you say? I said can vouch, like can vouch for this. Or did you say can vouch? <laughs> no, oh my god. <laughs> We've talked a lot that, about like, a lot of being a sex worker. It's that whole and Australian you know red clitorises. It's all that. It's that whole vaginas. Australian brevity thing. Like you say things kind of quickly, but. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Barter, quickly, while we're still on the vag train. Choo-choo! This movie didn't have vag, but it did have a lot of really good things. Yeah. It had an actor, namely Tom Cruise, known for his action roles, doing another action role here, but more so on a... Uh, usually when there are two leads, sometimes you think of one character as like the protagonist, and another character as the... I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but like the deuteragonist, like the second most important character. Yeah. In this film, in a way, I yeah. think it's an actual word. I know, yeah. I'm so helpful. Like, yep. There's also a tritagonist, but NFI. not really for this film. And there's a quadtagonist, which is, you know, when you have four. Me. <laughs> you do I, believe me that that's a real word, though, right? One. I will believe you. Come on. Thank you. Um, And I feel like if you were to look at the poster, you might look at that and think. Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise is the action guy. He must be, like, the protagonist, and Cameron Diaz might be, like, the 
supporting protagonist, the deuteragonist. But I love that word. I'm going to use that now. Yeah, it's a. I swear to you, it's a real word. Yeah, I totally believe yep. you. Duty protagonist. <laughs> Ryan. Duty But I. But I think one of the cool things about this film is that that that's something I walked in assuming because, like I said, I did look at like the. Sorry, leads. James Spud. <laughs> yeah, potato. Yeah, exactly. That's oh exactly my god, my it's Tom Cruise's that... potato chiseler. It's the guy who made him. <laughs> potato sculptor. Oh my god, he's a Pinocchio of the potato verse. Yes. I just want to be a real life potato. So I thought the spud of this film was the lead, but actually it turned out to be Cameron Diaz. And that's not immediately apparent because at the start of the film, what do we see? We follow Tom Cruise looking at her throughout the airport. He's like planning to, you know, run into her and things like that. And it kind of sets us up thinking, yeah, this is the protagonist. But as it goes on, you know, we start developing these trust issues with him and we're following Cameron Diaz as a, here comes the term, strong female lead who might not necessarily (laughs) start off like that, but as the film develops, she gets there much like, you know, her, um, what's the word? Spiritual predecessor, Princess Peach. Yeah. That's exactly All it. she needed was the pink dress. Or does she need it? Well, she had a pink dun, bikini, dun. Yeah, which is her, is which dress. is the interpretation of the out- famous outfit in this Mario remake. And Peach's <laughs> crown, which is obviously the, the thing in the hospital. The, oh my the god, the, the crown. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And didn't you say that you wanted to put a crown on someone in an image earlier this episode? Yeah, she gets the Asperger class. <laughs> <laughs> Not, the Asperger Wait, was that her or was that... She's the Asperger, she can be the Asperger he's the, queen. As, he's the Asperger king. <laughs> But I, I think we have to get onto the topic of why we think this film is unappreciated. And I think yeah. one thing we might want to consider is, have you ever heard that argument or sentiment that a certain film would have been received better had it not been titled a certain way? Yeah. Namely, that it's not titled to be part of a certain franchise? Mm. Yeah. Like, one example that I can think of is this Halloween 3 I heard was not very well received because it wasn't about Michael Myers. Yeah. But apparently it was a decent movie if it wasn't called Halloween 3. Mm. Season of the Witch. And if it was Bad just... If Season it was, of the Witch. Yeah, if it was simply called Season of the Witch, which is the subtitle, yeah. then Great it might have been received better. Perhaps this film might have been received better if maybe they somehow tied it into a franchise. Because, Tom Cruise spy movie. <laughs> because sometimes things that Mission are... Mission improbable. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, because sometimes things that are standalone, and we've done a lot of standalone films on this show, yeah. might not be received better because it doesn't have that name recognition. And remember, Alana, you and I, when we before we you know got into the film, we saw the title, Night <laughs> and Day, and... Assumed it was period related. Yeah, some something like that. So as in period piece, not like menstruation. <laughs> not menstruation yeah. related. <laughs> which uh, which also occurs in the night and day. So you know, kind of relates. Yeah, it's, it's a constant thing. <laughs> so I I don't know. I think there's no <laughs> pause and like inhale. Um, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so I think that this film, it's one of those ones that actually is already good and you can easily point out the good things about it but I think it just needed a bit more recognition beautiful man what's your rating if I had to give this film a rating I would give it (laughs) so much thought in this explosive 10 out of 10 (laughs) excellent well, so I'm gonna go with my review. And or alternatively, an explosive pair of Oscars. Oh. Nice. I'm gonna go with my review and rating Alana, and then you're lucky blast. And then we'll hit people. That's alliteration, right? And then we're gonna go on with the IMDb and YouTube comments. But 
my review. <laughs> this is an amazing film. I went in with my head held low, to be honest, <laughs> because of Tom Cruise's reputation. But I also noted down, maybe I should have my head held high because Cameron Diaz is involved. And she's been involved in projects that we've done on the show before. Films where she really did shine. And this movie, she's a lead in those other <laughs> movies she wasn't a lead she was a supporting in one again yeah, one of them she was sort of an antagonist for a while yeah and this film really showcased her comedic talents she is one of the most underrated comedic actresses of our day she's beautiful she's genuine and it's very interesting to team her up with someone who is known as a beautiful person but not a genuine person Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise, during this period of time, I would call the Cruisessence, uh, he did a period of movies in which he played outside of his type or played around with the image that he has created for himself. Rock of Ages, Tropic Thunder, and this. A wonderful (laughs) trilogy of films. And, and to a lesser extent, Edge of Tomorrow, which was later on where he played a coward. This (laughs) film really highlighted the things that we all enjoy about a good spy movie the thrilling elements of it the ludicrous plot and the wacky nature and the fact that the spy and the woman can fall in love through saving the world or saving individuals (laughs) that's what we love about james bond that's what we love about jason bond that's what we love about them this this idea that not only did i save the world again but i also got Got a love got the girl and and that's what we enjoyed about this movie deep down as well i think they actually got the man yeah exactly that's where the twist is she got the man but i think that's it you know she found someone very good for her She's a strong female character, one of the strongest. Now, the thing I think about is today where TV culture is very prominent mm. as where you get strong characters. And I've noted down that a lot of the strong female characters, especially from television, are more your ball buster characters, like your Cersei Lannister and, and you know, characters like that in which they're more cold and distant. More bitchy, you More say? bitchy. Well, yeah. a more feminine character that's a really strong female character like, say, Sansa gets in Game of Thrones, gets kind of thrown to the wayside because she is still feminine and has foolish ideas of love and innocence. And that's why I think it's very interesting. Cameron Diaz falls in that. She's innocent and she's a strong female character at the same time. I think that's what people get wrong about strong female characters. They look at something like Furiosa and they think they have to be this really butch, intense physical presence while Cameron Diaz proves in her entire career that you can be a feminine be very feminine you can play the romantic in a comedy and still be a strong female character if I had to give this movie a rating I would give it female out of empowerment (laughs) (laughs) right on sister Alana you're the girl let's hear from you we left you last, of course, because we were Alana more important. Is Alana our in distress, or is she our strong female character? Okay. Is she our Cameron Diaz in Night and Day, or is she our Cameron Diaz in The Green Hornet? Both strong. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I'm just strong, generally. Well, uh, I She think can lift. If, yeah, can lift, can lift. Heaps. <laughs> I get Steve, Steve over my head, I lift Steve Machini like all day. Um, he is small. Yeah, no, so I can't lift a lot. I 
think that was an interesting an interesting wrap up. So thanks for that. Um, certainly, that is um, a good thing to look at. The fact that not all female leads are they're either you know one or the other. It's very like dichotomous. You're either tough and you know cold, like you said, or you're not and you're feminine damsel in distress. So I think they did that right with Cameron in this film. The only thing though that I would have, <laughs> in terms of you know the feminist angle in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Viola Davis's character is pretty much obsolete in this film. She has really no purpose aside from to be like, oops, sorry, I was wrong. Um, and also, um, Wonder Woman in this film mm. is just a pawn for the actual guy who's the big drug dealer. Yeah. Like, it might have been interesting to see a bit more of a, you know, kind of 22... Is it 22 Jump Street? Um, with the drug dealer who's actually the, the girl. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. like... Mm in there the whole time or like you know I would have actually liked to see her being the villain but I will spoilers alert for 22 Jump Street yeah Yeah, shit sorry everyone I will confess I I almost didn't remember who she was you're like Wonder Woman's in this film like was she right was she only in one scene but he's literally yeah. yeah you're a feminist we all are of course isn't it great that you can have a character that doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman and they just get a woman to play it like Viola Davis? Could it have been some scruffy old man who could have easily been played by someone like Bob Hoskins and just yeah, be like... Yeah, <laughs> but is But is that then just, just putting her there as a figurehead position because she's a woman and being like, yeah, cool, let's chuck a woman in there and then it will make but, us feminist. But she gets respect. But does she? <laughs> the answer is yes. Her, like, number one like person uh, betrays is actually her, betrayed her. But, but... But, like, I mean, her in, in Suicide Squad, she fucking shoots people. Like, just gets people shot. Yeah, because she's an asshole. She's, she's a, a villain. <laughs> um, so that's your rating. No, that's no, your sorry. review. Sorry, no, but why? generally, uh, I think the first half of this film, I was, I was uh, uh, confused mostly. <laughs> it was very interesting. But in the second half, you know, they just brought it home with some things I wasn't expecting, you know, falling in love um, with the with the... Dude who she couldn't trust, obviously. Uh, you know. Well, that's why the first half was confusing because we had the trust issues. Yeah, the trust issues. Once they were resolved, though, it was so like um, original the storyline. You know, mm. they fell in love. There was a lot of, um, you know, there was one thing that was like huge thing that ended up actually killing them. Similar, you know, like Transformers. Yeah, very <laughs> uh, They similar. had that that one thing that they the, the thing the big monster wanted back, and when he eventually got it, poof, dead. You know, so it was kind of like a nice twist on the actual uh, on the. The, th- the thing that they were after the whole time, that was good. Uh, the wrong person was getting chased by the CIA. Oh, hang on, that happens. Fucked that up. So that was a good spoiler. I mean, a good uh, a good twist. I haven't seen something it- as beautiful since Date Night with Tina Fey and Steve. Yeah. Do you know that the I in CIA stands for intelligence? <laughs> I know, you would not know. More like the CUA. It should be like yeah. Central uh, Intelligence. You know, it should be like Central Intelligence. Mm. Ass hats. Asperger, <laughs> Asperger peasants, not yeah. kings or queens. No, that's that's Paul. <laughs> Asperger king. Um, so yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit, uh, a little bit more of the um, the bagging. <laughs> and that would have made it more appreciated. Would that have, would have made it more feminist. Yeah. I think it would have. Yeah, just really made it more um, feminist, of course. And yes, more widely appreciated if we did get to see them actually bang. But you know, aside from that, a, a totally original creative movie that really just blew my mind by the end of it um i i i wouldn't i'm not going to give it the rating of full sex because you know <laughs> because there wasn't any yeah. but i would give it a solid blowjob from a canadian prostitute as yes. a rating, so. <laughs> that's well, a great rating we've Thank got you, some yeah. reviews here from imdb alana reviews. and some comments from youtube i've Shit got yeah. six great reviews here from imdb 
I'm going to read you a couple straight off the bat. This is an eight-star review from 2010, so the movie just came out. Its title is called Surprisingly Enjoyable Escapist Entertainment. Nice. Mm. Critics feared the worst when word surfaced that reshoots, rewrites, and re-edits for this much-delayed, much-troubled film were still going on as late as May 2010, barely seven weeks prior to its scheduled release. Pre-screenings were limited, and thumbs were primed to point down. (laughs) But guess what? The finished product is surprisingly enjoyable, particularly the rollicking first hour. Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz are obviously having a blast, and any time they are on screen, the movie's energy and fun levels pegs the meter. The breakneck pace can keep the audience guessing about where Cruz's character is dragging Diaz's reluctant heroine off to next. Kudos to the leads for not carrying for for not carrying the movie with the uh, with their ever great acting, but also for doing many of their own stunts. <laughs> So true. I have a nine star one here, Bartek. Nine star. Finally, action's back. (laughs) Nine stars, 2010. Finally, a great action flick flick with a perfect combination of action, humor, story, and romance. The cast was fantastic, and so was and so was the overall feel of the film. Mm, the feel. I also really enjoyed, however, how every detail wasn't just blatantly explained. I have a brain. Thanks for realizing. <laughs> <laughs> everyone Hang in the theater. I, think I wrote this. <laughs> everyone in the theater. There's actually a review somewhere that I go. Alana wrote this. Mm, this Hold on. Everyone in the theater seemed to love it. Lots of laughs. Seriously. seriously. I haven't laughed that much at a movie in a while, and it also kept my complete attention throughout the entire film. And with... (laughs) Okay. It kept my entire attention throughout the entire film. And with some serious ADD, that says a lot. (laughs) So... So... If I can you might clo- have connected with the Asperger's kids, like it. So if I can close with anything, <laughs> we can. It's <laughs> it's to right? just go see this movie. Don't over expect anything because this is my opinion, but definitely see it. I personally think you won't be disappointed. Boom. Bartek, these comments from YouTube you have. So did you find them from the trailer? Yes. Certain sections. I found them from one trailer. I will confess the very first comment is not from YouTube at all, but every other comment. He just after. made it up. <laughs> He's no, like, I wrote it. The first one was immediately below on the the video I where I streamed it. <laughs> okay, so oh, you got I it from their streaming this. site, of course. Yeah, it, it was like a Facebook comment that I guess was somehow tied to it. Okay, excellent. Hit us, baby, one comment, more time. And that comment is not by Britney Spears, Ryan, but by a person. You don't know if it's Britney. Mm, it could be. I can't believe I can't stand either of these two actors, and this is a great movie. Watch it and shut up. Trust me. Nice. This guy had a lot of feelings, but... You know, Maybe he... it was related to the, you know, like the religion thing, like we were saying before. It's difficult. Well, he, but he also clearly doesn't like Cameron Diaz, but he oh, likes the film. Well, we don't know if she's a Scientologist or not. We don't know. True, true, true. Her name's Diaz and she's white. Could be anything. And this... <laughs> This next one, though, is a bit more on the nose for what you were just saying. Am I the 
only who ship this to? Like, they're so adorable in together. I do ship them. <laughs> they're my OTP. They are. Alright, guys, starting again. Am I the only who ship this to? Like, they're so adorable in together, and for the fact that they are action stars, great job! And there's a response. So Scientology would kill that. <laughs> oh yeah, seeing that religion again raise its ugly head. This this one introduces a motif for some of the later comments that you, I think you'll pick up on. Mm-hmm. Anyone else watching this after seeing Bang Bang? Bollywood and the singing was so much better, and then he did an emoticon of like this. Because there was the a okay. oh, yeah, Bollywood like a version of this movie called Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Which we'll learn there later. Should I read a few more? Or yes, hit want... us, hit us, baby, one more time. Two more, maybe three more times. In a snatch. He was having a drink when the plane was going to crash. <gasps> That's it? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> he, right. was qu- he was quite All relaxed right. at that I'll point. I'll stop you with that because that was such a good one. I've got a negative review here. Oh, now, no. sometimes we have to get the negatives out of the way. want to be objective. To, yeah, be objective. To see both sides of the coin. Horrible attempt to promote Tom Cruise. One star. From 2010. Savage. And also, I'd like to note that this was written in Bosnia. <clears throat> This review may contain spoilers, so just just watch out, guys. Okay. <clears throat> I have to be honest, I expected it. As soon as I saw the poster, I knew. Cruz and Diaz? Hell no! <laughs> but I decided to give it a shot. I will start with what I don't... <laughs> I will start with what I don't like. Okay. <laughs> it looks a, like a long review, Ryan. This is a one-star review. <laughs> And then starting with <laughs> what they don't like. I just find it amusing, like, usually they're like, I'll start with the positive, so that way you understand where I'm coming from. It's yeah. like, I'll start with what I don't like. Almost everything. Ooh, this can be long. Is that in there? Yeah, almost everything. As soon as the movie started, I knew I'm going to suffer for the next 109 minutes. The movie has so many flaws, and the acting was at the level of some 90s soap operas. Stupid, empty dialogues and childish looks gave me the feeling someone wanted to be wanted to put two adults to play teenagers. The story? Very disappointing. Our dear Cruz somehow failed to leave the impression of a secret agent, probably because he was always trying to show that smile of his which made him an actor. While Diaz showed that she still can't act any further than whining and showing her fake teeth. <laughs> They're pretty good teeth, though, in her defense. I would show them teeth. Also, I don't think real secret agents steal the most expensive cars to drive around. Now, for the worst part, explosions and bullets. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Explosions are a must in action movies. Great! But this movie had the most idiotic ways to use explosions and bullets. Warning! Spoiler alert ahead. I stopped counting at 5 billion bullets fired. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, even though he used the past 100 minutes to avoid bullets, Cruz walks slowly through a shower of bullets fired from from automatic guns without getting hit. That's true. Come on! End of spoiler. Okay. The explosions counter wasn't really busy, but my brain almost exploded because of the stupid way the movie used explosions. Like, spoiler! The airplane crashed. End of spoiler. 
And now... <laughs> to be fair, that one was kind of funny. Yeah. And now, for the good stuff. After watching 109 minutes and suffering from different kinds of nervousness, I managed to find something that is great in the movie. Number one. The cars. Everyone loves to see old timers, whether they're wrecked or look like new. They're beautiful. Number two, major spoilers. The sentence, someday is an excuse for never. It really hit me. That was on the plane, yeah. And they they included, it really hit me. End of spoiler. I particularly like your delivery of that. That I regret spending my money on such an awful movie. Gee, that was really hard. Is that one of the best parts? And that was it. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the review. And then, Bardic, I'm going to read one more because you're going to love this. It's a nine star. Ooh. From 2014, none of the. Remember that year, 2014. 2014. How, how many 2014. years is that after Three. the film? Oh, four. It's four. four. Night and Day is an action-filled comedy with elements of sexiness. He takes off his top. Wink, wink. That's the title. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, it is two lines long. Sexy. Mm. Night and Day was a really great film. I bloody loved it. From the moment they met to the moment it ends, the film had me on the edge of my seat. I just wanted them to be romantically linked, and the tension and my anxiety throughout the movie paid off when their lips met. Well... I think they kissed. I watched it four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I kissed twice, buddy. <laughs> I watched it four years ago. Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face. Tom Cruise's motorbike was amazing, and even four years later, I still wish he could take me on a ride. Oh. Cameron Diaz is a lucky woman. Night and Day is a good movie. Watch it. Or die. <laughs> wait, wait, the next bit. <laughs> he wrote <laughs> <laughs> and then P.S. love you Tom I like how uh, <laughs> I like how you asked us how many years <laughs> apart it was but he said it. that's exactly why I wanted I also, you to remember actually right. I wouldn't understand that person's mindset because I feel like you watch a movie and then you go four years and then say but, I think I should write a review of it like, hit us, hit us with a good amount this next comment is uh, so positive the film should thank it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I really like the movie. It was entertained. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was? It was. So, so it should thank him. <laughs> okay. Now, we brought up Bang Bang before. Ah, oh, good. My favourite activity. Were... <laughs> you would not believe that most of the comments in this comment section for the trailer were <laughs> shitting on this movie, comparing it to Bang Bang. Because there was no Bang Bang. What's the, the problem? The first one though the first one though was a more confused comment. Ah. In all caps. <clears throat> what is this bang bang everyone keeps talking about? <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is it? And the next comment. What is it? Bang bang comment. Take that out of context. What is this bang bang? <laughs> What is this bang bang everyone's talking about? Take out that section of the podcast, send it to your sister. And Says like, some nine-year-old on the internet. What bang bang? What's and bang, then some, bang. Someone should reply to that. Be like uh, www.redtube.com. www.porn.com. Yeah. Just porn. porn. It's very on the nose. Next comment. I liked more bang bang than this because I can't understand English. Ha ha ha. It's still no were they blind. I still but... think the best part of these reviews is the delivery of the last typing. <laughs> ha ha ha. 
The ha 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 was its own sentence, by the way. The <laughs> <laughs> was the start of its own paragraph. <laughs> He's my favourite. Oh, Jesus. Uh, go on, give us some more. <clears throat> hey, Bruce. Whoa, bang bang, any day better than this. Anyways, can someone <laughs> let me know or send me links? State img if Bang Bang storyline is the same as this one or copied from this movie, I will be very disappointed because Bang Bang trailer is just way awesome. <laughs> I almost said, I almost added a more there. No, just, way, just awesome. way awesome. It was way awesome. The next one. <clears throat> I like how in the train scene she chooses to throw an apple instead of a knife, lol. Many dots later. This movie is horrible. When did she throw an apple? <laughs> Never. In the trailer, probably. I'm going to read a review here, Bartek. I'm going to read... I have two left. I want to read one, and then you finish up your stuff, and then I have one last one, that's, which really sums up everything. I've got seven comments left. Oh, good. That's all right. Do you want me to do more now? Or... No. Okay. <laughs> I love this talk. movie. Nine stars. From 2014, as well. Ooh, 2014 again. Now, this review may contain spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> First, the only reason I gave it a 9 instead of 10 stars, it's great. It's great fun, but it's not life-changing. That's it. Mm. Now down to business. The film is a prime example of either you get it or you don't. If you go with the clearly tongue-in-cheek approach, you love it. The sillier it gets, the more you love it, especially when it plays the silliness so straight, which is the best way to go. Act as if it's all normal and it's hilarious. Act as if you're being funny and it's just painful. But Cruz is really so, just so darn underscore polite underscore at all times. They put so underscore. darn polite Unders- yeah. <laughs> Can they not do bolder italics on no. the Please, yeah. June, just open the door. Blam, blam. I really need you to open the door. Blam, blam, blam. That's a lovely dress, by the way. Come on, even paraphrased. How funny is that? <laughs> <laughs> some people dislike the... Some, some, yeah, some people dislike the action scenes, such as the glimpses... Uh, such as the glimpses of a drug June seized during their escape to the island, even suggesting they were they, they, they were taken out for budget reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, but to me, they were the perfect antidote to the equally far-fetched but overproduced sequences in most action movies. Ooh, the hero is hanging upside down by his heels, but assures us he's almost free. Wham! Someone somehow he is how? We never we never know. How? We never know, but by by then it's on the next action movie trope. Helicopter? And the next and the next (laughs) (laughs) and the next until finally we arrive in paradise. For me the characters were as convincing as and real as they could be within this winking universe. The winkverse, I would call it. And I have watched this movie several times just for the (laughs) pleasure of seeing Cruz and Diaz circle each other until they become the true fighting unit. They've both got skills. They've both got skills. Is that in the review? Yep. Wow. Bartek. Yeah? That's so beautiful. Last seven comments? Yeah. Do it. Hit us. Blast me. This one has two replies. Great. (laughs) 
already watched the movie 20th time in my life, waiting for five, four, three, two, one, <laughs> bang, bang! <laughs> Response, it's from the same person. <laughs> when you got, when you got no Thanks friends. to 20th Fox for making films that can be watched 20th times. Exclamation mark, smiley face. Aww. One last response from the same person. Yay. Or more than that, at symbol lol. <laughs> With the both L's being capitalised, but not the O. Oh, no. <clears throat> I think that Tom Cruise's uh-huh. best move is this one. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's his best move, too. This next one... Particularly him hanging upside down. It was pretty good. It's a really good move. This next one, you, you need to hang on for the end. Because oh, hanging on. Don't, don't just immediately think that it's over because there's an ending. Literally okay. grasping the table. And I'll, I'll point out all the characters that aren't letters. <clears throat> this trailer is sexist. Dot, dot, <gasps> dot, dot. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, lol. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, this trailer is sexist. How funny is that? This trailer is sexist. <laughs> Lol. Yes, yeah, so you got you end on a dot dot dot, but then you get like five exclamations. It's like they were tr- they were really trying not to laugh about it. They were holding it in, then it was like, fuck, it's just really funny. I'm sorry, guys. This next comment it says, "Pretty good movie, right up there with Mr. and Mrs. Smith." Yeah. And there's a response. Yes, exactly what I thought. Ah. Some people are you know, in the same opinion. Mm. Now, the last two comments, they're both by the same person, but they're not responses to each other. But they oh. were immediately next to each other. Oh, good. Two separate comments. Yeah, I'd love to say. I don't know which order they're in, but I'm just reading them the order I found them. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And please refrain from verbal mental abuse. Profanity does not suit our godly minds. <laughs> and this is one of the, like, psychology. And his other comment is... Top movie, mate. Though, uh-huh. it, though it says in that good book, we're not rally spies. Winky smiley face. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we're not what spies? Rally. Really, but with one L. Oh, rally spies. R- now, guys, I've got the review from a... I usually say that these reviews come from a different dimension, but this review comes from a different country, Belgium. Everyone's Belgium. favourite, Belgium. Now, the words, there will be certain words that have been censored out in this uh, review that... Um, Did you censor them? No, it, they, they are censored with an asterisk. So, okay. fuck has got just yes, F-U. Asterisk, asterisk. And then a word later, which will make con- sense in context. But just know what they're saying. This word is also censored. Okay, so this is from Belgium, written in 2017. The uh, freshest review thus far. This is get the fuck out, detractors. <laughs> mm. Does it have a rating? No. Oh. <laughs> no rating. Uh, this movie was a great piece of intellectual entertainment. Oh, you freaking mental midgets. <laughs> <laughs> and then masturbators was not allowed. God bless Holly Hollywood. Who cannot fathom something new, different, different, or original? Or original, need to get a life. Okay, I'm like so confused by that entire sentence. Yeah, okay, so, so, they couldn't use masturbators, was not allowed. God bless, Holly Hollywood. Who cannot fathom something new, different, or original, need to get a life? Get, this is new, get S freaking life, nobrelists. (laughs) 
Three stars. No brillis. <laughs> Did they mean like get shit rigging? Well, I mean, to look at the keyboard. S is right next to A. Oh, so get yeah. A life. Hey, get S freaking life. Nobrilist, three stars. Brilliant film with a captivating couple that carry us into our wildest fantasies. And then this, this makes real sense. That carries us into our wildest fantasies. You others? Like, that's a question, but I can't answer that. The, 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 the detractors. You others? The detractors. Wait, but it makes sense. You others? Get a life! <laughs> <laughs> this thing. This, They're very direct. This, this thing. This thing is a joke. Whatever happened to the First Amendment? <laughs> only from Belgium. <laughs> only, Belgium's first amendment. Only if it suits the powers that it would appear. <laughs> what absurd rule they have here! See, it's rhyming. Language <laughs> is censored in film, but not in life. Can't would run these assholes ragged. And that's the end of the room. He should really know that we are not reality spies. No, we are not reality spies. We're detractors. We're so, yeah, Alana, that's Holy it. Holy shit. That was... Your first episode. Night and day, Alana Summers, you got to join us. You brought the sunshine into our winter. I brought the day into your night. Oh, <laughs> you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Bartek, I think we really delivered a handful of goodness this episode. <laughs> with the hanks, just with, like the, with the thanks of our guest, and of course the film's content. You guys enjoy night and day. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed what we had and had not to say about this movie. Um... If you do want to support us, you can if you like. You don't you don't have to do it. I mean, it would be nice. <laughs> Is We've got Facebook, YouTube, iTunes. They're all under Spit and Polish Presents. Follow those. Like, like the posts on the Facebook and the YouTube. Comment if you feel that you want to. And hey, on iTunes, you can give us a rating and a review of your very own. I mean, you know, you could come up with a witty rating choice of your own. I mean, they force you to do five stars, but you could say... I give you a spit out of polish, and I'm sure that's original, because no one said it thus far, so if you say it first, then you're going to be the one who's got the hot tip. So... <laughs> that, an Asperger King right Yeah, if you give it, uh, if you get an Asperger Johnson. out of King, then you're nail, nailing it like Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Lana, fantastic to have you on. Bartek, yeah. fantastic to work with you. And, right you. guys... Remember to be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. And always... <laughs> mm-hmm. Lay on straight. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Now edit in explosions in the background. And, <laughs> and bullets. Because <laughs> it's an action film. Those are good explosions. That was my best attempt at bulleting. No, you heard, you heard bullets earlier. It was blam, blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. No, I'm, pretty sure, I'm, pretty blam, blam. Sure, I'm pretty sure the comments said bang, bang, right? No, they said Bang Bang. You know that the male lead of Bang Bang, Kritik Roshan, has actually been mentioned once on the show before? Bang! Back in our Bandit Like (laughs) Beckham episode. And that's a Bollywood fact. Yeah. And. It was back in our. on an extra like three minutes. In our Bandit Like (laughs) Beckham. Never ends. In our Bandit Like Beckham episode, you asked, hey, who's that guy on the poster in the main girl's room? And I was like, I think it looks a bit like Kritik Roshan. Fun fact. Just called Bang. Well. Fun fact about him, his like thumb, like. from the knuckle, he's got like two. Well, guys, like make sure that you use your thumbs to point up. 
and your other fingers like contract into like a fist. Yeah. No, no, you can hold your fingers out like normal. Just have your thumb up. It's still, it's still positive. Like, no, no, it's a handshake. <laughs> you just need to Google Tom Cruise thumbs up, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It makes sense. Also, Hrithik Roshan thumbs. Also that, Hrithik Roshan thumbs.